Merlin. While you are on the road, traveling from Kol to Jairus, sitting on the lap of fire in the second carriage, you get that sensation of a message being sent to you. Um, and you hear the voice of um, Arias ask, Are you still alive? Um, oh, oh, I, uh, um, I, I wouldn't know if, uh, okay, it's, 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 it's kind of strange. Um, no, I, I, I am not, not to answer your question, but I'm, I'm still here. All right. Let me roll the dice for that answer. <laughs> I think. The, uh, um, there is a moment that passes before you um, get another response that says, As you well know, this costs. So don't waste my time. Where are you? Oh, uh, well, we're, we're on the, uh, the, uh, um, we're on the road. <laughs> okay. There's no response. You once again find yourself on the road with the others. A few moments pass before you realize that there will be no further response from Arias, or at least it doesn't seem like he's intent in contacting you. Uh, Merlin, uh, you are aware that by casting these enhanced um, spells that they, they seem to hurt you um it it pulls on a school of magic that is not understood by you um and was not even one that you knew existed for some time um and uh if you want to uh use any enhancements to any of your spells uh and pull from the void um you can you understand the cost of a couple of them um but you can actually if you want enhance any spell on the fly just by letting Ooh. me know um by pulling on the void but it is extremely volatile and very dangerous um it will definitely absolute minimum cost you psychic damage that's the minimum it will do it could do more you don't know um each of you roll me a d100 please and we rejoin you on the road um it has been about 24 hours since we saw you last. Um, for the most part, the road has been pretty uh, empty. The daylight yesterday was about six hours, as Guinness had um, predicted. Um, and for the most part, you guys kind of don't stop with the carts, um, since you can 
hand the reins over to each other, Guinness suggests that you don't stop on the road and risk any further um, uh, attacks, be it from orcs or bandits or beasts, um, and insists that you push on. Therefore, each of you will have had the chance to have had uh, a rest since yesterday, and you can take the effects of a long rest if you'd like, um, assuming you didn't want to not rest and for whatever reason didn't uh, take the time to relax and sleep or whatever it was that you might have done um, uh, or you know was spent the entire time casting spells I don't know whatever it is some players sometimes do silly things like that um, Guinness will have spent most of the time pretty much just chatting shit um, talking about this and that and the other, making up tall tales. Um, every now and then he will sort of prod and question some of you about what you're doing and where you're going. And, and uh, uh, But he doesn't seem to be as annoyingly uh, intent on finding out who you are or where you're going um, as he was before, uh, after finding out that you guys are um, quite dangerous. Um, I think you get the sense that he wants to keep you around and on his uh uh good side or he wants to be on your good side the um he uh, almost exclusively refers to will as the beast now um regardless of will whether you tell him not to or not um and uh you've all rolled me d100s um let's see uh the time of day for you oh it would still be um hmm. no it would have just actually it would be just a little after sunset um on our 12th day i think we're on day 12 of the campaign um i might have to check my working but i'm pretty sure i've been following it um and it will be approaching um 4 or 5 p.m when the sun sets here um and in the distance um you can see some twinkling lights um, Guinness points forward and, uh, and shouts, Ah! There she is! Who is in Guinness's cart with him today? Same layout or different layout? I would have tried to foist him off to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you successful, I guess, is the, the only question. Uh, I just want to be by Merlin, so... I don't think that Byron Merlin would separate. Will would no, volunteer, never. but this guy yelled at me not to before. He's like, I don't want him up here. I remember that. That is true. Um, I have so changed his mind now. I would volunteer, but if he still is like adamant that I can't sit next to him, I probably wouldn't push the issue. Also, before we proceed, just as um, yes. to clarify, you're saying we're like we rested at Cull, then we fought the ogre, then we rested again. Is that what just happened? Uh, it's just that it's been about 24 hours since the ogre fight. So in okay. that time, you will have had time to do another long rest if you'd like. Okay. Yeah, I'm just asking for sake of sanity restoration. Yes. Yeah, you can. So if the party if you want to dish some just, of those out, yeah, you can. Yeah, if if the rest of you wouldn't mind just typing your sanity number in the thing there, and I'll do the math. But yeah, I'll volunteer to sit up there next to the guy. I don't know if he's willing to let me or not. Uh, I think it's probably down to fix. Fix. Give me a persuasion check. You're my persuasion. <laughs> Eight. You have to beat a 14. You are up front with 
Um, no matter what, he comes up with all these excuses as to why his cart, the underbelly of the cart can't handle any extra weight and all that armor on Will and the front seat is made out of thinner wood than the second cart, this, that, the other, and he uh, forces you to stay up front for the second day and you will have spent the entire second day of the trip as well um, listening to Guinness um, and having him question you about what it's like to be a witch and uh, how to cast hex spells um, because he's got some enemies in the business um, and you rolled me some d100s here as well let me just write those down for myself a three from fix a 68 from will Uh, 74 from Merlin and wow something's gone horribly wrong uh, from <laughs> Merlin and a 71 from fire um, so same probably the same situation as last time with the two carts trundling down the um uh, the long road that um, that you've been kind of following. It is, um, for the most part, uh, bits of stone that have been set aside and 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 dug road for a while. Um, but uh, the closer you get to Jairus, you you start to recognise that the roads are becoming a little more well used and a little bit more well kept. Um, you can see that there are a handful of small farms um, on the roadside as you get a little closer to Jairus, but not as many as you had um, approaching Cole and Som's Point. Cole and Som's Point seem to be sort of very dedicated farming um, villages, with Som's Point doing a little fishing as well. Um, Jairus doesn't seem to have that same kind of um, effect. That and the fact that it seems to be um, completely encompassed um, on all sides by uh, woodland. Um, after a little while, you... Uh, leave those plains and those hills behind and find yourselves kind of in amongst lots of quite tall looking pine trees for the most part um and as the sun sets maybe about half an hour or an hour passes before in the distance you recognize some sort of twinkling lights little sparks in the darkness one in particular standing quite tall um guinness points towards the tallest and says that's a clock tower you know what a clock is? He sort of rough, roughly elbows you, Fix. I think I have a good idea what a clock is, yes, thank you. Hey, you ever seen a clock tower? Why would you need a whole tower just for a clock? So that everyone can see it. Right. No? Is there anything special about this clock tower? Why are you telling me? Oh, yeah, I can see it from here. Look, that's a big light. It lights up, but it doesn't tell the time. So what's, why, what is the point of it? I don't know. I used to tell the time, right? But I stopped functioning, so. Alright. How long ago was that? I don't know. What do I look like? A clock man. Maybe. Is that what clock men look like? You know what I think? Turns around, looks back to... I think I've heard enough about what you think. To Merlin and says... I reckon a gnome built it. Are they, are they known for their clock making? Oh, aye. 
Aye. Aye, that's all they used to build. They're all gone now, except for him. How's the last one? The last known? Aye, probably. I don't know. Strange you never told us. That's right, you know. No, I think I saw one last week, actually. Right, Can't tell the okay. difference sometimes between a gnome and a small boy. Most people have made that mistake before. Aye. Hey, look at that! You can see now as... Uh, you come down a, 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 a hill, you can start to see the city uh, or the town starting to grow. For the most part, you can see uh, initially a pretty decent wall um, that runs around um, what would be the front of the entranceway to the uh, the eastern entrance into town here. It's um, immediately... Uh, present that this place is relatively well guarded considering the fact that you've come from Cull and have spent maybe a lot of time around the smaller villages um, I would imagine Grant's Refuge would have had a very simple uh, wooden wall as well Will um, Cull, Som's Point was a little better defended but wasn't amazing um, this wall's pretty decent seems to be well made it looks like it's probably packed with earth and stone to give it a little more sturdiness and it looks pretty tall for a um, for a wall that runs all the way around the city. It's probably only about seven or eight feet tall, but um, it would keep uh, your basic um, animals and things out. Um, there is a guardsman uh, standing next to what looks like quite a small gate, which is closed. Um, and then on top of the gate, there's another small kind of platform. Um, and you can see another guardsman on top of it. You can also see a small patrol of about five guards in the distance. They seem to be moving around the wall away from where you are. Um, as each of you uh, approach with your carts, Guinness says, Right, uh, yous can let me do the talking, but they're probably going to want to talk to yous because, uh, well, they're going to lie, you look like bandits. Um, how do we convince them we're not bandits? I don't know, don't rob them. I'll put try my best not for to. Hey, Gammond! Hey, it's me, it's me! The um, cart starts to pull towards the opening of this, this gate. A pretty simple looking thing that, that opens outwards. Closed, um, but with this one single um, human guard standing at the front. But on top of it, you can see a much larger guardsman, a Goliath in... Uh, Pretty standard, basic-looking uniform. Not too dissimilar to what you might find um, in Guardia itself, Will, but it's uh, a little more basic-looking. Um, its colors are different as well. He's sporting blue, black, and gray, pretty obviously. He also has a shield, which is uh, sporting a wolf on it. Um, you, Will, will notice that there are... Um, he has emblems on his armor, that state that he is a captain, the same uh, emblem that you'd find in the Guardian army um, to represent a captain, but also there's something else um, that you can give me a uh, history check with uh, advantage if you want for to determine if you know what this one means. Uh, to, if I know what, what which one means? Uh, he has another emblem on him next to where it states that he's a captain. Not sure, Nine. but... But my history. you, uh, it looks, it looks weird. It's probably a colloquial thing or a local one. Um, sure. The wolf, you said he has a wolf shield. Does it look like this wolf necklace thing that the, uh, that the orc bandit guy gave me last time? 
No, your your orc um, uh, symbol is of a wolf's head um, facing forwards in a kind of a circular coin shape. I can show you the Jairus heraldry actually on our thing because uh, I have it. It is looking a little something like this. You'll see this symbol all around Jairus. Um, a wolf on a uh, uh, field of black, blue, and uh, gray. And uh, that's what it looks like on his thing. Um, the orc medallion that you have would be a lot more simplistic looking. Um, but uh, not the same. He, right. um, the very, very large looking Goliath um, leans down over the edge of the, uh, the uh, parapet and kind of glances over each of you since there's now a few of you he's got a um uh, a very thin looking and low cut mohawk and his eyes are kind of cat-like um there is a sparrow flying wildly around him and he says uh oh old uh, who that oh it's me guinness you know your old pal guinness hmm <laughs> Me no no Guinness. Ah, that's a, that's a good one, Gammond. Come on now, open your gate. Mm, okay, we let you in. Who this? Ah, oh, these are my bodyguards. Picked them all up, my dad. Mm, bodyguard. Why you need so many? Because I got a lot of stuff, look. I got shit tons of stuff to sell. Mm, okay. Me come down. The um, sound of creaking wood as he steps down, and then the uh, the sound of somebody uh, dragging a chain as the gates begin to part. Um, this huge Goliath steps through and says, uh, mm, "Okay, you of cart, you of cart, you of cart," and starts pointing at each of you. Um, Guinness says, "Hey, I'm gonna take my carts through." Is that alright? Well, you go through. I check cart before you go. Aye, alright. And you see uh, Guinness slowly begin to take his cart through. The um, Goliath moves uh, pretty quickly. Let me actually, I'm going to roll. Yeah, moves pretty quickly over to you, Will. Um, spying your armor, the emblems and scratches and things to it, he says, You. Where you get this? Pointing at the shield and the armor. From the king's men in mm. Guardia when I enlisted. Oh, very good. Where did you get yours? Uh, same from king's men. But, uh, me no fight army. Mm. He points at the second emblem. This, uh, a watch, watchman. Would, uh, would there be any, like, what's the political affiliation between Jairus and Guardia? Is it, is Jairus, like, under? The banner of Guardia or like a satellite city or yeah it's uh pretty much fully within the Guardian realm um from what you understand it's like way out there no one gives a shit about Jairus from from Guardia's perspective it's like a way out in the sticks you know just a little town in the middle of nowhere but um absolutely under the uh Guardian rule right uh assuming then that we're all on the same side, politically speaking, I think Will would just like name off his rank and station to the guy at that point. Mm. 
Army of Guardia, 2nd Battalion Infantry, Williton Ortis. Assigned under Lieutenant Talson Free. Uh, you Five are years. here for... Uh, to see Mage. Sorry, who? Mm, you are here to see Dawn Walker. Sorry, I'm consulting my notes to read the name of the guy that we're here to see because I can't remember. Oh, you are here uh, to see uh, Robert Birkenhead, the he merchant skilled heads. Head off. Right. So he's naming some completely other name. Yep, he said something fucking weird. Right. Nope, I'm here to see Birkenhead. Mm, Birkenhead is a merchant like this. Points back towards the cart. Correct. Hmm. Oh, okay. You're not here for army. I'm not here on official army business, but if you need me to carry word back, what's going on? Nothing. Me think you are here for this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, very good. You go through. Uh, this one points towards um, uh, you next, Fire. Can you. I sense whether there's a severe problem here? Is he like dramatically trying to change the subject? Do I, does my insight reveal anything here? You can give me an insight check. Sure. Let's see how this goes. 14. Uh, it's kind of hard to read. Um, typically, Goliaths are um, a little more uh, or a, a little less... Um, well, they don't emote as much as some of the other races might but he um just seems to be going about his business more than anything he doesn't seem to be nervous in particular it just seems probably to you like he uh he um expected you to be here on military business um and then when you said you weren't he was just confused and then accepted it and then told you you can go through okay he points towards you fire you Mm -hmm. Are you here? Same thing. Bodyguard business. Mm. You are li li really here for a bodyguard this war? Mm -hmm. Why so many? The same reason he said he has a lot of stuff. Mm. Usually cost a lot of money. Usually bring one. We're worth it? What you have on cart. Mm. What do we have on the cart? I just say and look around. Manuel? I'm gonna start repeating back the stuff that Guinness told us was in the cart. Box of shovels, box of seeds, the cabbages, like all the stuff that he gave us Pots the rundown of before we headed out. Yeah. He says, uh... Mm. It's not sound very, uh... much money. Yeah, I'm kind of used to uh, doing bodyguard work for not much money. You are far from uh, your tree. Mm-hmm. Mm. You are uh, you allowed to go back? Allowed? Yeah. You lying to him? Mm -mm. I'm allowed to go back. Are you? I just don't wanna. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He says, uh... Okay, this one. Points to you, Merlin. 
you were Nom. Dare I be? Mm. We no see very many Nom. Also happen to be a hired bodyguard. Mm. You. You call me, you need help in town. Oh wait, you you are uh, offering that if I need help, I just call you. Mm. You need anything? Oh. You call me. He holds out his hand to you. An enormous thing. It's like the size of your whole head, probably. Um, and uh, and says, Me name Gamond. Gamond, it's nice to meet you. And uh, Merlin, he just kind of, well, I, I guess his finger, um, well, literally uh, fits um, Merlin's palm. And he just kind of shakes his big index finger. Mm, okay. The, um, Goliath turns to you last and says, Tiefling. Yes. Mm. <laughs> what you are uh, doing here, not on the, your island. We've been known to travel sometimes. Mm. See the sights? You are uh, not exiled now. No. Not that I'm aware of. Mm. I'm just bodyguarding, same as everybody else here. Mm. Well, you watch your pockets. Many thieves around here? Mm. Many thieves. They steal from you first. And why is that? Mm. Because you are a tiefling. Right. Um, I, I couldn't help it over here. Uh, the Dawnwalker? Dawnwalker? Mm. Yes. He's a military commander of this one. Right. A mage, you said? Mm, yes. And he's uh, stationed here? Mm. The clock tower is military uh, campment around. Training ground. Right. For uh, king's men. Does any of this stuff add up, Brad? Um, I mean, you can give me another history check with uh, advantage if you want. Sure. Just to see. I don't know why you wouldn't have potential knowledge. Yeah, maybe you, you've picked it up along the way. I, I know you haven't been here before, but um, Jairus is under the command of Guardia. It's, a, it's the better um, of the established towns in the north. And... Um, uh, the it does have a small military um, area or holding that, that the guardian um, army would stay in that would that usually is set aside from the town. Um, also, a piece of information that I think you were curious about last week, Kira, um, on the uh, on when you were discussing it, you probably would will have a little bit of info on that as well. Um, and they're pretty similar in the sense that both of them have like a small military presence. It is literally just so that Guardia can keep everyone in line. You also on a 17 and generally this is just kind of like normal general knowledge as well. So it's up to you other characters if you want to um, have information on this. There is tension politically between Gofreda, which is the second largest city, um, and Guardia. 
um, in that Gefreder and, and the, the kingdom has been growing um, and for the most part people are not bothered about politics or what's going on and there isn't too much war and tension and stuff because most people are just trying to live and get by um, and as much as that causes everybody to be kind of moody and angry um, there's no real time for war because it, people need to eat um, that being said, um, there's a sense that in these kind of towns that are more uh, aligned on the on the side of Guardia here, Guardia, Oka's Point, Kira, Dandelo, Jairus in particular, are, um, are they have a small military presence there just in case Gofreda and some of these other towns over by Gofreda maybe create some sort of revolution or uprising or civil war or something like that. Um, it's attention thing, it's general knowledge, um, but you in particular, Will, would understand that there is a small military encampment here. Um, I think this would probably be the first time you will have seen it or heard that it's very specifically located around this clock tower in town, and that they have a mage who is seems to be the commander of the military unit, known as Dawnwalker. Um, you can give me another history check with uh, without disadvantage. Uh, with uh, just a standard history check, just to see if you recognize the name as well. Sure. Yeah, that was the main reason I was asking, was um, just like, would it be standard practice to have a mage in charge of a military contingent and all that stuff? Or if there's any, anything off about his story? A 14 on the history. For whatever reason, you've heard of the name Dawnwalker um, as a commander of sorts within the military. It's very rare to have a mage in uh, in direct and, and, and singular command, so I don't think you know why he is in charge here, but you do know that this is a, um, a militaristic mage who is meant to be quite strong, quite old, um, and uh, is more of a um, uh, researching uh, position, more of a... Um, uh, a brain than a commander or a tactician for military um, uh, uh, campaigns, which is what you would have been a part of and introduced to. So you probably don't know too much about him, but you've definitely heard the name. Um, and uh, and he seems to be in charge here um, from what you're picking up. The, um, the uh, Goliath says, mm, Okay, you... Uh... You go through gate. We close gate. It's dark. Thank you. You're heading in? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Merlin gives him a little wave, too. He is uh, enamored by you. Everyone else he treats with uh, neutral to indifference, whereas you are treated like royalty for some reason. And you guys step through the gates. There is a moment as the uh, uh, the um, second cart trundles through and pulls up to one side of the um, stabling um, area just inside this town and um, just cut out all my music, but that's fine. And the uh, and the um, Goliath closes these these pretty decent sized gates behind you. Around you, you're looking at a uh, a relatively small town, but one that seems to be decently upkept, considering the fact that you've just come from Cole and Som's Point. Som's Point was by far a, a, a better established town. 
um, but was still pretty run down. It was it didn't seem like a lot of people were really um, interested in upkeep. Um, the walls were a little better um, conditioned than in Cull, um, but for the most part, they were very small little towns. Cull is barely a hamlet. Um, Som's Point being a very, very small town. Jairus seems to actually be um, uh, a, a society. They live in a society, and this one, compared to um, uh, compared to the places you've just been, you're looking around at actual cobbled streets and and um, and uh, and buildings that are that are framed and painted. Um, there are a few merchants. There are people standing at stalls instead of just selling their wares from rugs that are on the um, uh, on the ground. There is the smell of like decent food coming from some of the homes as you step through here, um, and it does seem like there's a decent amount of of space in Jairus, whereas uh, in Carl and Som's Point there were lots of little houses crammed in together. Um, Jairus, there are some rooms. There are some alleyways. It's by no means an enormous and bustling town, but compared to where you've been, um, there is a substantial amount here. You get the sense that there's probably um, a, a decent amount of uh, people and um, a small amount of commerce and things. You can probably... You could see yourself staying here uh, and not having to worry as much about the horrors that are going to come rushing in the odds of a grell getting past the patrols and in through these these gates and then busting down the side of a tavern wall are a lot lower here is i guess what i'm trying to say um there's a decent um presence of um town watch um in the town and there is also um towards the the uh south of town this this clock tower which easily towers above everything else in the town it's it's a pretty simple looking thing with a clock uh on uh each um uh side of this uh tower at the top um that is lit from the inside presumably by some sort of fire or maybe even by some sort of magic however the clock tower stopped uh functioning years and years and years ago and it's currently set at five to three you would guesstimate that it's around 5 p.m. in the evening as you step into town. The guard and um, Guinness begin to go back and forth, and the guard and one of his guardsmen quickly check through some of the uh, items um, in his um, carts and carriages um, for a moment as I guess you guys stand around for a bit um, before Guinness turns around and says, um, Hey! Hey! Uh, I suppose, uh, there's your payment. And he hands it to you, Fix. And the agreement was 40 gold pieces in total and an extra 10 gold pieces for safely arriving in Jairus, as well as the food and drinks he's been providing you on the way. Um, so you've got 50 gold pieces in that um, bag um, as he hands it to you. He um, looks over each of you again and says... Uh, I'm gonna go about my business for a while and uh oh tomorrow I'll be heading to Kira uh, you're welcome to come with I'm heading at sunlight again I want to make sure I use these long days yeah uh, you're more than welcome to join me I can offer you the same rate I'll be taking a lot of this on with me what I can he sell uh, oh another two days travel up to you I'm sure you can find me here, or at the lodge. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, I forgot. You're going to see Birkenhead, no? Yes. Alright. Hand you a, a set of um, rolled papers. There's probably like 30 or 40 papers in there that are rolled together with, and just kind of uh, tied together with a small piece of thin leather, like a shoelace. Hands it to you and says, Hey, can you give him that for me? Well, if he wants us to do errands, then... Uh... Oh, come on, you're going up there. I'm going down there. Come on, just this little three-year-old pal Guinness. What'd you say? Starts tickling your belly. Mm. Don't touch Five me. Five gold? Five fucking gold. Give it back. <laughs> I give it back. Three. Oh, you do it for what? I bought a silver coin. <laughs> One silver coin. Hey, you're walking ten feet that way. I just want you. I'll tell well, you what, I do it myself. Don't worry about uh, it. I'll I'll do it for a silver and Will will get annoyed and snatch the scrolls. Uh, there you go, there's your silver piece. Hmm. You're worth more than that. A silver piece? Apparently not. You're walking ten feet. Mm-hmm. You'll never see a rate like it. The silence alone of ending this conversation is worth a silver piece. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well. I'm gonna Head off. The market is dead in the center of town. I'm going to be taking my wares down there. And then I'm heading up to the lodge. That's the bigger building in town. You'll get a good night's rest there too. Halflings run the place, so you get a good rate. Yeah. Birkenhead. Straight up that road. And then do a left at that wheel. You see that wheel? Hey, you looking. You see that big wheel they've left upside of that there? To a left, you'll see a little lodge, like a wood thing, like a cabin that you might find outside the walls. Oh, it's got scales on a symbol above the door. That's the merchant's guild place. Right. Well, we'll see how long our business in town is going to take, and then we'll get back to you about a potential trip to Kira. Harry, uh, get your fuck then. Eh? Scruffles, uh, Scruffles Merlin's hat. Oh, hey. He just goes about his busy, starts messing with his things, unloading bits and pieces from his cart. What are you guys doing? Uh, I turned to Will. The guard at the gate warned me. I don't think people around here like tieflings, potentially. Might be a target for pickpockets, so perhaps you should carry the purse for a bit. Sure. If you think that's best. Can't say I, I just don't want to be responsible for losing everything. That would be unfortunate. I hand you the coin purse. I'll hold on to it. How did you survive? The what was eighteen hours on the road listening to that guy talk? At first, I tried to tune it out, but then I—I I think I gave in. I think I was talking back. I don't want to talk about that. You think? You were just letting your mouth run free, not paying attention at all. Actually, that's exactly what he's doing, so I suppose it must work. And maybe it's infectious. Right. Do we actually need to talk to Birkenhead about anything? I, I remember, right? That was just the cover story to get us here. We need to look into this Marshall fella. He's the reason we're here. And if we want to go up to the tower, we would want to do it quickly because, uh, well... It might be worth exploring near Dandalo and taking his offer and going to Kira with him. 
I was thinking the same thing. It does take us closer that way. But it would take us further away from the other tower. The one we passed on the way here, just inside the mist. Actually, kind of on that note, um, I I need to uh, bring up something with, with everyone. Um, sure. I mean, what is it? fire. Um, I, I, I know I was sitting on your laps whilst we were traveling, um, but I I received uh, a call from Arias. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I wanted to make sure that my answers were as Wait, you vague. responded? At, uh, yeah. What did you say, Merlin? Um, well, he asked if... An exact know, wording, please. Right. Um, well, he asked if um, we were alive, so um, I kind of gave a yes and no type uh, type answer because, well, I mean, uh, I'm not exactly. Did you tell um, him you were undead? Is that what is that what you did? I didn't say yes, but I I, I didn't say no either. Right. Was there any and other information that was passed back and forth? No, he kept asking all the questions, which I found very rude. I wanted to ask him some questions too, and then he just he he asked where we were as well, and I and I just said on the road. Well, that's nice and vague. Uh, well, exactly. I I gave it. I made mistakes, didn't I? No. no should should that I is have my... just told him this line is no, busy? No, no, no. No, that is this line of what line? Um, you know, line of communication. You did your best. That's all we can ask for. Nice and vague is exactly how it should be capped. You, if anything, you get my stamp of approval. <laughs> Answer his question, mm -hmm. but don't actually give him anything useful. That's the whole uh, point. I, I well, apart nothing. from the part where he told him that he might not be alive. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, that keep part that maybe could have been played a little closer to the chest, but regardless, at least you didn't tell him where we are. Although I suspect he's probably got some spell that's going to tell him where we are, no doubt. You didn't get a sense of his location, did you, Merlin, when you cast the spell in the mist? No, I did not, unfortunately. Good. Should I try perhaps the next? I'm just, I'm afraid he would, I don't know, get a hunch and maybe, I don't know, counterspell something. I think you should turn the tables on him. Start looking, figure out, I don't know if you can write a new spell or figure one out or something like that, but if he's doing it, then surely you can do it too. Figure out where he is. Oh, I'm not quite the wizard uh, Arias is, but I mean... Not yet. I, I, I can try. Do that. I guess we should keep moving because... We really don't want him to find us right now. Right. Let's stay two steps Agreed. ahead of him. And you guys start heading off, and you're heading where? Um, I'm trying we... to remember if we actually had an errand to run with Birkenhead, but I, I don't think we did have one. I think that was just a cover story, right? Yeah, he's just one of the only people in town that I think you had heard of. 
the plan was. I think I, I think I will go see him. I mean, I have Guinness's pile of scrolls, and maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll have some of the answers we're looking for anyway. Okay. Um, so I guess you start walking up this uh, path. The the town is kind of set at a slight angle. It seems to have a kind of slightly lower level and a slightly higher level with a few um, winding roads that run around the north uh, east of the town and then it kind of settles into a, a, a little bit of a flatter land. But as you're heading up this small road, you can see the expanse of this town um, and get a good lay of the land. You can tell that there is a, a bustling kind of small market area in the center of town. You can see that clock tower. There, There is another wall that sits around where the area where the clock tower is. Um, there's like what looks to be kind of a small training ground with like archery um uh what are they called the archery targets um and bits and pieces like that where they probably um go through daily basic training routines um and uh other than that it just seems to be a bunch of uh houses that have been built over the years for the most part they're um brick and and wood with um gray or red slates on the top of them but you um, spy ahead of you at the top of this hill a uh, small, um, large for this town, but still a quite small looking um, lodge. But I need everyone to roll me an animal handling check first. <laughs> Why? This worries me more than it should. We're going to get mauled by bears in the middle of town. No, but Merlin, suddenly there is a, a chihuahua that comes rushing out of from behind a, uh, a set of barrels and and just starts chewing at your shoe, um, dragging at you and, and wildly uh, biting at your at your boot. What do you do? Wait, the, the chihuahua is attacking my <laughs> shoe? Yeah. Oh, oh again, I, I, Mer Merlin in fear because he's, well, a zombie, he... He, he kicks. Oof. Me, uh... Oh, no. I guess just give me an athletics check. Okay. Oh, no. I hope I don't send this uh, little chihuahua flying. Oh. You just give oh. it a little tap and it... it, it oh, no. Uh, it, it moves off. There is a, a, a boy that comes running up and says, Oh, my God! Did you kick my dog? It, what, it, well, it, it, it bit me. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck? Who kicks a dog? What? what, uh, what he would well, never bite who, you, would you, who puppy? Their, their... He would never bite you. He picks up the very, oh, very skinny I... chihuahua. Pudgy! Oh, I can't believe you've done that. That wasn't very nice, Marlon. Well, I can't believe you've done this. You're a bad person. <gasps> I am usually great with animals. Uh, fix Romie Perception check with disadvantage. I'll eat that dog. Can I roll a common sense check? <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, roll me a perception check without disadvantage. Yeah, a. Uh, oh, I because, know this one. Yeah, yeah, you're doing like, oh, it's that con. Yeah, dude, mm -hmm. there's another kid that's behind Fix, um, just swiping stuff off of fix um i don't know if you have any coins on you you're the are you the accountant i gave it all to will what do yeah. you have on you that's small or might be in one of your pockets or in a, a, um, a bag loose i'll have a few like vials probably hanging around in a few pockets you got a potion on you 
Yeah, I got three health potions. Yeah, okay, <laughs> one of them's gone. Um, you see fire this this kid slyly remove a, a potion and just it's very quick. Um, this second child moving away with the uh, with the potion. What are you doing? I want to try and just grab their collar. Oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just oh, get off. Get off me. Ah. Give it. All right. I hand you the potion. Did you get anything else? What? No. Is he lying? No. You saw it. You saw everything. You did this he entire got- thing and you got one potion? Right. Well, it's just. Look. Loose pockets, you know? No, I understand, but. I don't have loose pockets. And you lot don't look like you've got much money. I'm Not kind of an lie. expert in this uh, category. I mean, look and... at the state of him. His armor's all rusted and that. Yeah. Well, it, look at the state of you. This entire. I am a homeless con? urchin, poor boy. Okay. Oh, well, we feel so sorry you for do... you. Well, you should. All right? Do your job better. Well, my You're parents were enough. killed in the war. Okay, pinch your cheeks, tear up a little bit, and tell me again. Look, I'm perfectly happy. I'd be happier if you give me that little drink. What no. is it? Mm-mm. Cry. An instant death potion, actually. Um, I'm going to roll the dice. Ah, <laughs> oh, fire. What have you, you got any money on you? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I have... What have you got on you? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what would be good. I have a potion of healing, uh, black leather gloves. Um, All right, potion of healing then. He's pocketed that. It's gone. Um, <laughs> Do I see it? No, I shit you not. I rolled a 20. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, I was going to make you roll to the perception against it like I did with the previous one. I'm going to be so proud when I realize <laughs> this later. <laughs> It's gone. Like, I'm gonna like, find hold, you're like he's like you got him by the collar. This little yeah. kid, he's probably like twelve or something, and you're like dragging at him. He looks all mm-hmm. poor and skinny and stuff, and he's like, oh, I'm so sad. And then you, yeah. you, he's got. I don't know how he does it, mm-hmm. but he does it. He's got yeah. another potion. and He's got it away, and he says, right, "Get off me, anyway." Okay, do better. All right, yeah. Make me proud. Hey, you got some food for the dog at least. Aside from my friend there. He can't eat leather boat, can he? Well, I want to watch the other kid while she's talking to this one. The other kid's just holding the dog, <laughs> just kind of staring at the, what's happening as well. I'm gonna Merlin watch him anyway. <laughs> Merlin grabs out. Well, I'm sure Merlin has leftover salami that he can oh. no longer eat, and he just hesitantly just hands it over. It's for the it's for the dog. See, not you. I told you he's not a bad man. Yeah, well, I said that they're probably all bad. You know what I mean? They just come into town. Look, that one's covered in blood. They turn around. Well, you lot look a right state. All right, but thanks for the food. Bye. And they run Mm -hmm. away. (laughs) Guess what that was? That was the first of the D100s I made made you roll. Oh, Uh, God. And you guys continue uh, up the hill. Well, actually, you're kind of pretty much already there. It's it's pretty close to the entrance of the uh, the town here. It is, um, like I said, it's kind of a log cabin looking thing, separate from some of the other buildings um, here in the town. A lot of the buildings on this side of the town look a little newer. Um, you get the sense that maybe they were built a little more recently or maybe rebuilt for some reason. 
Um, this one is a, a, a log cabin, but it has a lot of windows that are all shuttered. Um, above the door, which is closed, is a little symbol of like a set of scales. Going in, knocking on the door. What's the plan? Yeah, this looks like the place. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tap the satchel of money. <laughs> Just be like, still there. Okay. Good call. I warned you. Uh, and then I'll knock on the door and see if this guy's home. Yeah, you knock on the door and there's a, uh, a voice from further in the cabin that says, Yes, come in. I'll do that. As you uh, step in, you see um, a uh, the first thing you probably notice in this in this log cabin. It's pretty much an entirely open room um, with a small um, kind of open plan office area at the far end. But in the center of the room, almost directly in front of you, as you step in, is a large brass topped table, oval in shape, with about a dozen chairs around it. Um, at the further end, like I said, is this kind of um, small office area and there's lots of cupboards and bookshelves and drawers they're covered in papers and books and tomes and at the center of it is a uh, pretty large desk covered with piles of papers and writs and, and leather bound books um, there's a slightly older looking man there maybe in his 50s quite broad shoulders um, looks like uh, quite a strong physical man um, but older with with white hair. He's got a very small set of spectacles on a uh, a large nose and his eyes dart at you uh, each as you step in um, and uh, he says uh, Hello, can I help? Delivery for, delivery for Birkenhead. Yes, that's me. Here, <laughs> I'm just gonna unceremoniously drop the pile of scrolls onto his desk or table or whatever he's working at. Right, okay, yes. Um, I suppose, um, right, yes. Uh, let me see here. Pulls open a drawer, pulls open another drawer, pulls open a different drawer, pulls out a satchel, brings out three copper coins and hands them to you. There you go. Thank you so very much. Perfect. I will take those, uh, but then I'm also going to look back at him and say before I head out mind if I ask you a question you're the head of the merchants guild in this town right yes that's right how long have you been operating here me or the, the yeah. guild uh, both well um, I inherited this from my father uh, let's see I think I'm 53 54 I might be 55 so I've been here for 53 4 or 5 years It's a long while. Uh, yes, I suppose. Do you remember back when this town had a marshal? Or the guardsmen set up here? A marshal? No, we've never had a marshal. Does the name Dorsten ring a bell? Edmund Dorsten? Dorsten. Dorsten. Um, I don't think so. Might be one of the watchmen named Dorsten. Or Dalston. Dorsten, Dalston, something like that. Right, so the reason I'm bombarding you with these questions is uh, I have a friend who is involved in a bit of a legal dispute and one of their family members was out here. Do you, is there a local courthouse or something where I'd be able to look up some 
records from a while back? Well, um... A magistrate or anything like that? There's the, uh, there's the, the, the guardian, um, commander. He's, uh, well, he's old. Um, he's been around for the longest. Um, most of our business, uh, conducted through here is, is, is around me right now, depending on what you were looking for, depending on whether it was, a uh, what type of dispute was it? Uh, regarding payment of a contract. Oh, a writ. There was, uh, yes. Oh, well then, yes, it would probably be here somewhere. And the name Dolston. Right. Well, it's going to be filed under either the name Greymane, Silvertongue, or Dorston, and I'm not sure which. Dorston was the marshal presiding over the signing of the document in the first place. But it might have been quite some time ago, if you don't know who he is. All right, and you're looking for the document itself? Yes. Um, to see the original terms. Well... You know, things get... Things get confused when you go back and forth on a verbal agreement. I want to see the paper. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, right, hang on. He uh, grabs a, a quill. You see him move some bits of vellum and he pulls a kind of um, uh, a water-stained piece of paper that is dried out and curling at one end and says, right, so your name is... Uh, Williton Greymane. Williton Grey main. Give me a deception check. Here we go. The first of many. Oh, I am Williton Grey main. <laughs> you just. Yeah, I'm changing the overlay. Um, <laughs> That's on you now. Natural 24. He says Williton Grey main. You see him write it down. He's got quite um, uh, extremely legible handwriting, um, which might not sound shocking to a lot of people but not very many people can read and write in the dark realm um, and he writes very very well and he says um and you're here i presume on behalf of the king uh no i'm off duty i just happen to still be wearing my guardsman's uniform no i'm here on behalf of the gray main family all oh, right yes okay and this is you're looking for a writ of uh, a bill of sale an right an agreement Agreement. Between my ancestor Elderin and a local man by the name of Nathan Silvertongue. Nathan. There's apparently still a debt to be settled there, so I'm trying to find Silver that contract. Tongue. Uh, you're sure it was in this here town? Pretty sure, yes. And you were after a marshal? Uh, I'm going to pull out the ancient writ that we got before. We, do we still have that physically on us, yeah? I think so. I think yeah. we do. Yeah. Merlin had yeah. it. Uh, I'll, I'll turn to Merlin. Merlin, do you have that document? Oh, uh, yeah. And he scrounges through his, uh, coat pockets and he hands it over to Will. Uh, I'll, I'll take that. And I'm not going to hand it to him because it's got stuff like destroy the child of darkness on it. I don't want him to see that. But I'll unfold it far enough to see the bottom of it where it says signed by witnesses at Village of Jairus. And it has Marshal Dorston's name on it. And I'll show him that bit and say, this guy, we're trying to get to the bottom of this. Village of Jairus, Marshal Eden Dawson. Um, and, uh, if you don't mind me asking, nobody's put you up to this. No, 
No, actually, I was starting to wonder if it was a prank myself. Some guy named Silvertongue says that my great-grandpa owed his great-grandpa some money, and now he's been bothering me about it for a week and a half. So, is, is this... Does this none of this exist, or...? Great-grandfather, so that, what, what does that make you? You're what, 20s? You're about 25. You look about... I'm 34. 34. So your father would be about, what, 50? That makes your grandfather, what, 70? So your great-grandfather would be about 100, and... Still doesn't really... Where end. are you going with this? Well, uh... Can I see the entire writ there? Well, now you've got me feeling a little bit suspicious. Why do you ask it that way? Oh, well, just, uh, or perhaps you could open it up. Does it have a, an, a, an image on it? Heraldry of any kind? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it does. It's all text, right? Yeah, say, there's, there's no image on there. I'll say, unfortunately, no, and I'll unfold it, but I'm just going <laughs> to put my hand... <laughs> I'm going to try to cover the uh, writing as casually as possible. The part where it's talking about eliminating the child of darkness and all that. Uh, I'll unfold it facing me first and then turn it around with that bit covered and say, no, there's no heraldry. Uh, right. Um, well, uh, I would suggest uh, that this was not... This was not written here, or at least not um, not under any official terms. Um you see, uh, he he literally just brushes a bunch of uh, papers over as if, um, you know, like somebody might fan out cards. Um, mm -hmm. And he, he points to each of them and says, um, well, uh, uh, whenever we uh, conduct business, especially something like this, um, if it was officially sanctioned by myself or another merchant or almost anybody in town, they would, um, they would have it written on one of these... Uh, pieces of paper and then we, we either have a, a symbol or a, we have a, an official wax seal written on it but this is just an old piece of paper so I would recommend that you uh somebody's put you up to it um unless it's very old uh, I mean very very old how old does this go back good question do you have do you have any writs that look like this any records that well, uh, several people, of course, try and write things down, and then they say that's an agreement, and that's a personal agreement, not really anything to do with us. But if this was officially signed by an official of Jairus, there's no way it wouldn't be written on a headed paper of some kind. Um, well, I suppose mm. the oldest writs we've got would be uh, maybe over in this here box, and maybe over there. No, uh, what's this one? There we go. Let me see here. This is a. Oldest piece of uh, vellum, I think. No, not that one. What about this one? There we go. There we, look at that. That's the oldest one I've got to hand there. He slides a, uh, a piece of paper across to you. Very old looking thing. Looks like it's probably like similar looking paper to what yours is on in the way that it is um, old looking and yet oddly preserved. He says, enchanted paper. There, that, and, and I would suggest that's probably what's going on here. You can see that it's coloured from age, but the damage doesn't quite match. And it, it, if you see on this one here, this is a writ... Well, this would have been... Uh, what's that? 500 years ago? Odd? There you go. That's for rings, right. that is. And that's for the <coughs> mayor at the time, Mayor Castor, and he's long dead. But what I don't does it think... say at the bottom there? Where does the witness reside? The witness is, uh, is, is the, the mayor himself, you see. And that's, I'm uh, mostly wondering if it 
calls Jairus a village, or...? Well, no, we don't have to state that it's anything. We just say Jairus. Right. Jairus hasn't been a village officially for a very long time, really. Not since we were, uh... Yeah, it used to be a tribe! Yeah. Right. The Jairus tribe. Right. So... Magically preserved paper. Yes, yeah, a, a simple enchantment. We've got an enchanter in town. You could go and purchase some from if you'd like. Right. No, I'm just trying to figure why if it was just someone being put up to it, as you say, a prank or a jest, why would they go to the trouble of getting preserved hundreds of year old paper? Well, and uh, none of these hmm. names mean anything to you? Silvertongue, Greymoon, no any of the family? Yeah, I see. Uh, I must see a hundred names. It could be anyone. I see everybody from Som's Point to here. Let alone uh, who they are. I don't really recognize them as anybody of particular note, at least. Not anybody that I know in town. Certainly no marshal. I don't think they even have a marshal in Cull anymore, do they? When was the last time you saw a marshal? It's been a long time. Um... Right then. You said that box over there is your oldest Ritz. What of old Ritz just... in there? Yes, ancient things. I don't even know why we keep them not around. Not organized in any particular way, I assume. Uh, well, that would be whether my father or his father did it. Doesn't look like it to me, though. Right. Mind if I take a look and see if there's anything relating to my issue here? Be my guest. Just don't pocket any. And the rest of it is pretty meaningless to me. I'll, uh... I'll go poke through it and see if there's any clues here, but I'm... I'm thinking maybe... I'm thinking maybe the clues we're looking for go far enough back that there isn't any written record of it. Or maybe the one we have is the only copy. Me an investigation. Actually, I'm probably, I'm probably voicing this out loud to fix while we're over there going through it. I agree. Investigation. Yeah. A 19. 19. Yeah, you guys start rummaging through these boxes. Fire and Merlin, what are you doing? I am definitely not looking around for anything small but possibly valuable that I could just... You can also give me an investigation check. Just a little... I'm bored. Ugh. There's not really anything of value here. Um, it's lots of paper and books mm -hmm. and the some of them might have value but they would be cumbersome to just quickly pocket um, for the most part it just seems to be uh, uh, bookshelves full of these writs and things like that if anything of worth is in here it's probably in some of the drawers on the desk around the, the other side of the guy and what is Merlin doing? Sorry, uh, Merlin's gonna use detect magic. Oh. Yeah. What are you if, detecting magic for? Um, uh, to see if there's any magical items around. Would magically preserved paper count? <laughs> it's gonna, and, and, it's gonna ding. <laughs> the sonar is gonna go off like crazy. Oh my god. Every single piece of paper in here is... Uh, enchanted in a very small way with abjuration magic that essentially uh, gives them a small 
uh, boost to preservation. They don't tend to weather with age as badly. They are a little stronger um, from the wear and tear of um, daily life. It's not a massively powerful spell or enchantment, the type of thing that you could probably... Um, you could probably almost teach someone else to do, even if they weren't very adept with magic. Very, very simple charm, but um, that's about it. You have the elements of magic in the room that you guys understand, the items that are on yourselves, as well as sort of yourselves as well. You in particular, Merlin, probably get a weird sense of necromancy that comes off of you for the first time. You would never have noticed, and then suddenly you realize that you are also... Uh, coated in um, magic here. You get the sense that one of the rings on the um, the uh, uh, the broker or whatever he is, he, he has a magical ring um, that is also um, abjuration magic of, of some kind. Um, but really, it's a pretty simple looking um, room. Oh, he has a magic lantern. Uh, it, the the small lantern on his desk the fire on the inside is a fire that never goes out um that is uh, a small magical thing in the room um but not really no it's pretty both you and fire come to the conclusion after five or ten minutes of wandering kicking your feet like when you're waiting for parents at the bank um to do the thing um that uh it's a pretty boring room <laughs> it's a boring place where uh, you know accountants business and businessmen do their business and writs are um left behind um will and um fix as you go through a couple of the items here and and look through some of these writs you get the sense that this is a box of very old um pieces of paper scrolls and vellums there are books in here at the bottom there are like um what look like um books that the the older mayors might have used to go around town and um collect taxes and things like that um glancing through those for names um you actually see none of the names that you are looking for uh Greymane, well elder in Greymane, nathan silvertongue and um you are also looking for uh, edmund dorston um and they are not in any of the tax books um on any of these writs or anything like that some of these writs seem to actually be quite new um, they might have been from the last 50 years or so, but you definitely get the sense that some of them are hundreds of years old, um, just based on the um, uh, elements of the writing. For example, there might be one in here that states that, they're, um, that they need a part for the clock tower, um, which would have been built a pretty long time ago. Um, and uh, yeah, so these are there's a, an assortment of different writs in here um, while you guys look, but... It certainly uh, doesn't immediately um, uh, bring to the forefront any of these names. You really do not find anything here while you're looking for it. Um, and uh, are they signed off consistently? For the most part, they're very they're very similar looking. Yes, um, and for the most part, they're they're written um, on some of these headed papers. Um, some of them have manually kind of um, uh, scribbled just uh um you know you owe me this this is what i'm paying for this is that and then it's and then it'll be officially signed by someone and hit with a wax seal um and a, but a lot of them seem to have this um emblem of jairus on it will you probably know that that these papers are 
um, exist in and around as well. You've probably seen papers from Guardia that had the Guardian emblem on them with the, with the, the two swords um, and the crown. I've also been running a business in Grant's Refuge for three years. I've probably signed the same stuff as yeah, well. I, I think you probably understand that like official papers like this are all over the place. For the most part, they have a heraldry from the town or a seal at least um, from somebody of import or somebody who is maybe the head of the Merchant's Guild in the local area somebody um of um uh note would certainly sign off on these these are official ones they're a ton people probably make personal ones all the time it's just that while looking here you certainly don't see anything um these are uh, notarized basically right pretty much yeah very very crudely done and simply done um but essentially uh yeah um there really is very, very little in here that looks similar to what you have, and none of the names stand out. If anything, it looks like uh, um, the the ones that are kind of crudely drawn, but still, you don't right, get so the, the other thing I wanna, the same thing. The other thing I'd like to keep an eye out for during this investigation is, do any of these other writs refer to it as Village of Jairus, or do any of them, not just Edmund Dorston, but do any of them list a magistrate, or not a magistrate, a marshal at all? Or is it just like the the entire concept of a village and a marshal doesn't exist in any of these? Yeah, no, no mention of a village. If it's signed as of uh, as anything, it would just be blah blah of Jairus. Um, it, it's not even referenced as a town or anything like that. Um, and uh, all sorts of different people have signed off on them, but none of them are a marshal. Again, a marshal is a very like. Um, I guess it would be like it. It would be probably to your ear um the same way that i know that you still have sheriffs in the usa but imagine if sheriff just meant a sheriff from cowboy times with a little badge and a you know and like it's just almost like archaic of a term to use a marshal um they they again they do have them uh, in places, um, you've probably come across smaller places. Grant's Refuge would be very, very small. May have even had a marshal, um, but probably just had its own militia. It's also relatively close to Oka's Port, um, where it, it, an Oka's Port is pretty big military um, established area as well. So, right, yeah, none, no mention of any of the stuff that you're looking for at all. Right, either. This thing is much, much older than we initially thought. Or it's fake. I'm starting to think it might be fake. It was just sitting there on top of the body, right? That was... strange. Yes, but... Doesn't explain why I would have seen an image of three ghosts standing there. No, I, I believe that part is perhaps real, but I am concerned that Arias knew there was something there, and we have something we can't trace back. What if... What if Nathan Silvertongue wrote this? Hmm. Trying well, to figure he, why. Why? Why would he do... Uh, unless these names well, are fake, but then why well, would you... Sign it. I, I don't. I don't know why. I'm just theorizing what's no, possible here. No, I'm not asking you to answer the question. I'm just. <sighs> well, th think of it this way. Nathan, it was Nathan, right? Not Nathaniel. I forget. Can't keep all these guys straight. He and Eldrin went into the mist together. 
Eldrin died. If Nathaniel did make it back, what's he going to tell people? You know, we just wandered into the mist and the other guy didn't make it. Maybe he needed, uh, maybe he needed this contract as proof of why they were, I, I don't know. But the village of Jairus and a marshal and it, none of it making sense. It could just be just... ancient. But then how long has this been going right. on for? Over 500 years? That's true. It could have been made so far back. Maybe back when Jairus was still small and was still a village. Or maybe Nathan wrote this and he's not a magistrate or a lawyer or anything or a scholar and he improvised it so he didn't know how to write it properly. Who knows? The reason I keep bringing his name up is because who else would have left it on the grave? Right. I suppose I was... can't help but wonder why there would have only been three people trying to complete this mission in that long span of time. I think if we're going to get anywhere with this, the answer is not going to be in paper. We need to find flesh and blood. A descendant of one of these guys or someone old enough to remember them? Do you think there's a way to trace the enchantment or... That's a Merlin question. That's a Merlin, Merlin? question or a, or a you question, you know, for well, I have no <gasps> idea. Would I know if there's a way to trace? Because, I mean, this is quite a common enchantment, right? So. Uh, you can give me an arcana check. Wow, and that one. It is impossible to do, as far as you can tell. Right. I can't see any way that we'd be able to trace this back. It must be one of millions. Yeah. Maybe let Merlin take a look. He's full of surprises. Merlin and I, are, we're just playing patty cake, not even paying attention. Oh, and, and Merlin's uh, attention then fixates on the uh, the lamp. He's like, oh, fire, you see you see that lamp over there? Mm -hmm. It appears they it, are not busy. It, uh, no. Th th it's, it's flame is, uh, well, it is, it is, uh, it is said that that flame will never go out. I want to, mm. I want to, I, I want you to help me test this theory. If I blow it out, will it indeed like, please stop them before they do can you pick can you pick can you pick me up so that I can I want to see it. where this goes yeah come here okay and he, uh -huh. he lifts his arms up in, in front of fire ready to be picked up I'll pick you up and do the on the hip like a toddler and lean you over towards the land we're just watching you from the other side of the <laughs> can, we, he just, can I just he have just my arms blows. folded watching them now <laughs> The head of the guild was like working on some paper and then he walks, you carrying this gnome over and then you, give me, I guess, give me an athletics check. Uh, <laughs> an athletics lung, check. Lung strength. No, not you, no, you. Uh, oh, Merlin. you can lift oh, him up. Lung strength. I drop you. Oh, you can lift him for free. It's fine. Okay, hold on. Uh, Treating uh, Merlin uh, like uh, a baby is a free action. Oh, you, no. You blow on this candle, and the uh, the man is watching you and says, "Um, uh, are you okay? Are you trying to blow the candle out?" Oh, it's, we're I... testing. We're doing our own, you know, studies. Well, there. very interesting thing, actually. You won't be able to, no matter how hard you try. Well, we're, mm. well, can oh, I? I'm gonna try. You, uh, I'll give you a hundred gold pieces if you can put that flame out. I will <gasps> try now. Out of spite. Yeah, you're okay, blowing it out. drawing my sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me a uh, 
uh, athletics check. <laughs> you like cough. You like go to blow really hard and then just. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you uh, you, you somehow injure yourself. <laughs> That's cursed. It's not cursed. That's yeah, it's, it's a, cursed. It's yeah. a small magical flame. The, uh, he did yeah. a curse on me. That's a gift, <clears throat> actually. I don't think he yeah. did. No. Yeah. I'd... Merlin, we need your help over here, please. Oh, sorry. I, I, we, we got distracted. He, I can see he, that, yes. Um, keeping my yeah. eye on you, Did you find you, anything buddy. at all you're looking for? No, but I do no, have a question certainly. in a moment. Oh, yeah, very well. I'm quite busy, but um, yes, you uh, take your time. No problem whatsoever. Let's uh, drop the one. Uh, Merlin, do you think you could trace the enchantment on this? Do you think you'd be able to recognize it? Where it came from? Hmm. I don't think there's a way to do it, but... Okay, all right, let me have a look. Arcana. I suppose you actually... (laughs) (laughs) Now the natural one. Uh, Merlin, it is impossible to do. Fix is is correct. It it cannot be done. No No one can trace this enchantment. It's impossible to trace enchantments. This sucks, cause uh, well, I could that have been with advantage, um, since uh, you know, um, you're an expert on enchanting paper. Y- yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nope, you don't know how to do this because oh. it cannot be done. Um, I think he just kind of hands it back without saying a word, and he just shakes his head. I told you. Eh, Didn't believe that's me. That's unfortunate. Um, excuse me. Uh, if I were to want to hire some protection on the roads, uh, is there a place I'd go to in this town? Um, uh, well, there. I, I, I would presume just hitting the lodge and seeing if anybody is there. Travelers and uh, mercenaries uh, come and go. Um, depending on where you're trying to go, you might be able to uh, hire the guard themselves you need okay. protection in town or are, you, or are you heading out somewhere to do something uh, assuming we'd be heading out I was just wondering if there was some sort of organized uh, guild here for people of that nature no 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 not not really um, okay. there are from time to time mercenaries in the town that can be hired from what I understand I really don't travel much I like to stay uh, in here where I'm safe you know I don't think we're going to find anything else here. Right, can I, can can I attempt like to, to trace the enchantment? <laughs> um, I you, swear, if Will gets a better role. Oh my god. Are you proficient with Arcana? <laughs> Absolutely not. Then I would say no. It's just. I was hoping for another nat one. I just wanted to join the club. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, in that case. What about that. Um, about that uh, mage or the wizard in town, were you referring to the military commander guy you brought up earlier? Yes, yes, there is a, um, there is a, 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 well, I don't really know what position he holds. I think he's in charge here uh, in the military. How long has he uh, been here? Oh, he was born here and he's extremely old. He's, he's 300 and something. An elf. I'll just look at Fix. <laughs> 300 is, by the way, v- very old. For the record, like, I understand that in... D&D elves can live like way past um, crazy ages but in the dark realm people don't live that long um, it's mm-hmm. a, it's pretty uh, crazy I think the 
oldest being on record to just general public knowledge would probably be around 400 or in the 400s so 300 and something is pretty decent old um usually only um the toughest dwarves or the like the uh the richest elves really are the ones that make it to that kind of an age right um and one last thing does your town have a census list of citizens Birth um, records, directory, yeah, anything like that? Somewhat, I believe, yes. Uh, again, that I think would be probably under um, Dawnwalker's uh, jurisdiction, though, from what I understand. It's not, it's not a, a very well-kept thing, uh, for the most part. Right. I mean, they're all rutting in the streets most nights. Got it. Thanks for your time. Sorry for the troubles, and... Um, and the land. A hundred gold, if I can put that fire out. Uh, if you can blow it out, yes. Also, water doesn't mm. work. <laughs> Is there an open window? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I've, 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 there's a moment where everyone in the party can see Will clearly look at the lantern and then look up at the open window and then change his mind and say, a neat trick, <laughs> and, just walk, oh. and just walk out the door instead. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, good day. Yeah. Mm. Uh, carry the one. And he goes back to his um, work. And you guys head back outside. Uh, again, you have a pretty decent um, view um, from a slightly higher vantage point of the town and can make out for the most part um, which bits are where. There is a marketplace. There is what is probably a tavern nearby. And then the more kind of military district um behind its own small wall uh, and gate at the south of town again other than that it's just kind of a hodgepodge a mishmash of uh buildings and chimneys and things like that right so shall we go see this don don walker guy i don't want to miss any opportunities to try and catch him while we still can it'd be quite nice to know what he knows of the mist Right. 300 years. If he's lived here his entire life and he's that old, he might just be what we're looking for. Then perhaps his memory goes back further than these papers do. Hmm. And we should be careful what we say to him, though. Agreed. And we should be careful walking the streets. I didn't even feel him back there. How did you see him? It's kind of my thing. <sighs> Please watch my back. I seem to be... Mm-hmm looking at me funny. I think we should be aware of those wild chihuahuas. Yeah, that's I don't get why they'd want to pickpocket you specifically just because you're a tiefling. It's not like you'd lot have more money than the rest of us. I don't think it's about the money. Merlin, do you want to ride on my shoulder? You know what? That actually would be nice. And I'll offer out my gauntlet once again on the floor and just like and you hop on my shoulder. Over. Can I ride on yours, Will? I'm just going to look right at her and say, you have to buy me a drink first. <laughs> Start talking. Cut to like 3 a.m. tonight after all this business is done and they're in the tavern and like fire is running. <laughs> like like Will is running around with fire on one shoulder and then tipsy and wobbling. Well, Will's not tipsy because he still can't get drunk. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you head uh, south um, through this town down towards where the... Um, 
the clock tower is and i think that's where we'll take our break for the evening thanks so much for tuning in everyone and watching the show we're going to take a short break here um, when we return you can continue wandering around jairus looking for information what a conundrum um what do you think it is chat what's going on um let us know we're gonna go to a little break and when we come back drunk time at the at the lodge except for will <laughs> kidding So, you each head down to the southernmost area of Jairus, where there is a small sort of military encampment uh, area where you have uh, the clock tower as well. It is a um, uh, pretty interesting looking thing, I think, probably for quite a few of you to see because um, it's rare. Uh, to see something like this whether it's functioning or not um it's an interesting piece of architecture very simplistic looking um but still uh the closer you get to it it's very interesting and stands above um a few smaller buildings um will you recognize this as like a small kind of barracks the closer you get to it the uh the classic signs of a military um barrack with um open areas to train in um and uh designated areas for uh what will probably be a, a mess hall and a uh a, and the barrack where presumably most of these guys are sleeping there are three um uh guardsmen at the front there who are um much like you uh wearing uh guardian uniforms instead of that that uh, Jairus kind of the blues and blacks these guys are wearing um, silver uh, with red and uh, and gold and yellows and um, they sport the um, the guardian emblem of the um, the two swords with the the crown and the fire on it the uh, same thing that is on your shield uh, that you've been traveling with um the uh three guardsmen at first are just kind of standing talking to each other they they look very casual but there is a small gate that um leads into this little um area where the barracks would be and where this clock tower is um and as you approach they turn the tallest of them a human um turns to you uh, and immediately says all right clear off and then turns back again and says oh Hey, one of us! Uh-huh. And then? I'm muted. Don't yeah. tell him. No! <clears throat> and then I'll realize I'm muted as I give them a little suit, uh, or give them a little salute and say, How's it going, lads? They, uh, they turn to you. The, um, two of them are humans. One of them is a, uh, a halfling. The short halfling steps forward. He has a very, very long kind of mustache that runs down, um, uh, two sides of his face, but the rest of his face is cleanly shaven. Um, he has a, a really big sword on his back. It would look like a, probably a long sword to you, but a, a wide 
um, bladed long sword, um, but to him it would mo most certainly serve as a sort of a great sword. And he's quite a thick um, and strong looking halfling. As he looks up, he says, Hello there, right, um, you're here on the king's business, is it? Uh, yes, is this the place where I would find... I forgot his name already, Brad. Don Walker? Don Walker, that's the one. Is this where I'd find Don Walker? Yes, the commander. Yes, it is. Uh, um, uh, would you like me to take you to him? That would be phenomenal, yes. Yes, your compatriots will have to wait here, of course. Unless they're, uh... Are they, are you with us? They're in my charge. I can't really let them out of my sight, so... Oh, well, you want me to lock them me. up? Not necessary. Right. Very well, yes. Um... Uh, well, I suppose, um... Uh, what's the harm? Open that there gate there, Blaze. Yeah. Uh, uh, Captain Slash. At your service, uh, Lieutenant Blaze, and uh, this is Private Wayne, uh, new recruit. Absolutely bloody useless. Oh, come on, I'm not that useless, am I? Shut up. You, haven't, to attention. Even a nick you haven't even a nickname yet. Of course you're useless. Yeah. Give it some time. Yeah, you're staring at a veteran here. Yeah, very well, yes. Um, follow me then. Right. He starts moving forward. Is um. His armor is uh, very similar to yours. Obviously, it's made to fit his his stature. Um, but you can see that on the back of his armor, he has three um, scratches that were probably done by some sort of wild animal that have carved into uh, the area that would have been across his lower back. And he starts to march away, the sword banging uh, against the uh, back of his armor as well as he moves forward. He says, Hey, you've been in town long. You should have come here first. Uh, no, we just arrived within the past hour or so. Ah, I see. You're looking for lodging? Right. Had to get all of our provisions. They haven't got anywhere for you to stay, I'm afraid. That's fine. We'll use the lodge in town. I mean, you hey, can the, stay in the uh, barn if you'd like to stay in the barn. Depends how hard up you are. You got cash? Got enough for a room, at least. Ah, yes. You, you want to stay at the, at the lodge. You don't want to stay here. No, the boys, they'll catch you in the middle of the night. They'll, they'll steal this one, they'll take his hat, and they'll piss in it. There will be no hat pissing on my watch. Hey, um, the uh, the big Goliath fell out front. It made it sound like there was some sort of a ruckus going on over here. Told me I should go see... Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know why this guy's name trips me up so much. John Walker. Don't, Told me I should go see uh, Don Walker straight away. Is there some, some sort of trouble going on? Something the matter? Trouble? Uh, there's always trouble. What, do you want something to kill? I'll give you something to kill. I'll never complain about that. I was just wondering why everyone made it sound so urgent, that's all. No, no, no trouble, really. Oh, I so we're actually in town. I think the town watch have got trouble. We're not our trouble. We don't need to worry about that. Ah, uh, right. Maybe it's their problem. They want us to fix it as usual, right? Yeah, that's what I understand. All sorts of happen on the outsides of the gates. Things that are kind of in trying to get all these uh, all these fine people. We don't have to worry about that. We're only here to do what we're told. You understand? When the orders come down from the king, we march out. And uh, haven't had any orders in all the years I've been stationed here, but that's what we do. And we train these new recruits. I'd like to wanker over there, Wayne. Hate oh, him. isn't that a familiar story? A little bastard he is. Absolute little bastard. Right. Well, well, what is it? All right, we're heading off to see Mr. Dawnwalker. Yes. Well, we want to be very careful with, uh, with um, glances over at your uh, your three comrades. 
Yeah, well, I don't know if he'll let them in the room even. It's fine. They're not going to make any trouble. Imprisoners, are they? What do they do then? They're thieves. That one's a thief, right? I can tell a thief. I can see a thief from five miles away. Mm. A spy. We've got her infiltrating the elves. Oh, that's a bloody good keep idea. It, keep bloody keep elves. Keep it quiet, though. Coming after us one day, I'm telling you. Yeah, turn your back on an elf. Well, not our elf, not our dog walker, I mean, them. You know, the trees. They're up in the trees. We've got to be careful of these tieflings as well. Yeah, they're all when they learn to sail, we're in trouble. If they get any boats, we're in fucked we are. Yes, Glaring at him. Straight through here. You're just heading through here now. Okay, we're going to be heading up these here stairs, but I'll just let you head on up uh, by yourself. You can introduce yourself. Uh, at the very top of the stairs, you have to knock on the door. Right. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of looking back at the rest of the group, kind of hesitating about leaving them behind. Oh, I'll be fine. We'll I, can, be I can be fine. in charge. You're good at talking. I'm sure you'll ask all the right questions. I'm not worried about me. Stay out of trouble <laughs> until I get mm -hmm. back. And then I'll, I'll, I'll go up alone, I guess. I never get caught. You, uh, you head up Is the stairs. True? We'll stay with the three downstairs Damn. as the halfling turns to you, Merlin. He says, Oh, you're right, so you're a gnome. Yes, I, I do be. Interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen a gnome around here for a long time. I don't know if I've seen a gnome here in all the time I've been stationed here. I've been stationed here 50 years. Well, then I guess you gotta know me. See the pun I did? Never mind. What? No, I don't know where, you. Have where we can we get drinks? No. no. Drinks? Drinks? You we'll wanna drinks. get... Oh, I'll get you some drinks. Yeah, what are you drinking? We really shouldn't drink right you now. The we should be drunk by the time the gets back. the really fucking hard stuff. Ooh. How hard's the road no. been? It looks no like it's been absolutely stuff. fucked. You look scuffed. Points at you. Very fits. hard. Well, that's not very pleasant, is it? You need a better armor. What is that anyway? Grabs at your gauntlet. What is that? Get your hands off me. Thank look you. That. That's made. That's strong. That, uh, that's very good then. All right. And your bow there, Elf. Let's have a go. Mm. No, thank you. Yeah, right. I'm just testing you all. You're always so handsy with yes. the people you meet. Well, you're in my military care, you understand? I have to make sure you're uh, not here to I, kill I, me. Uh, I believe they call that guests. We're guests. Mm. Oh, you're guests, are you? Royal guests of the king, I understand. That's why you're all the way up here in bum fuck nowhere. That's what I thought. Right, the hard stuff it is. Or the really hard stuff. He wants the hard stuff. You want the really want hard, the hard stuff. stuff. Let's yes. go. Right, yeah, here we go. Right, grab that there. He moves over to an area. There's like a small area where there are a few tables. Um, and uh, he sits down, kicks a stall over towards where you are, Merlin, and gets three little tin pots. Dirty looking, nasty things that probably aren't clean since the last time someone used them. And pours three, um, uh, three cups of whatever the fuck he's pouring, a very clear looking liquid, and slides them across to you. Hello there, what's your name? Oh, um, uh, Merlin, uh, hesitantly looking, looking down, uh, oh, I, 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 mm, mm, he kind of, like, looks to, uh, to fire and fix, as if, like, you know, should, should I perhaps, you know, give my real name? 
I just am looking at you confused. Are you okay? I... I'm Marvin. Nice to meet you. We had a deception check. Oh, no. <laughs> Marvin. Oh, no. Uh, oh, I think I've made a mistake. Oh, 14. Marvin! Well, I used to know Marvin, you know. Absolute bloody twat. What's your name? Ah, oh, grow hairs on your balls, that will. Hmm. I, I just, I shoot my drink. Not very talkative, <laughs> are you? Don't worry, if you're thieves or murderers, I don't give a shit. The name's... Ice. Give me a deception <laughs> check. <laughs> I just I look at Merlin like, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Ice. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what about you? You should be called Ice. Not that one. Fix. Fix. Well, fucking... Okay. <gasps> what? Okay, well. What's wrong with that? Well, no, the there's... You have a problem with that? Yeah, I've got some weird... Uh, my name's Slash. Mm. Ridiculous right. name for a person. I'm a grown yeah. adult. Uh, is that like uh, a knife slash or the other kind? What other kind? Quite right. Yeah. Upstairs. You um, head up to the um, uh, to the top of a, uh, the clock tower. The stairway leads up to the um, top here of where the um, clock tower would be. Um, but before you feel like you can reach the very top of it, you get the sense that above you where the actual clock tower is, there's probably another room that is accessed and, and uh, is probably filled with all sorts of mechanical contraption-y things. Um, but the very top level of this, um, you come to a, a doorway kind of awkwardly at an angle in this stairway that seems to lead off to a, a small room. The door is closed. What are you doing? Um, can I hear anything inside? Uh, you can actually. You can hear like bubbling pots. It sounds like someone's cooking. I'll just rap on the door. Yes, what is it? Uh, is this where we report to Dawnwalker? Uh, uh, Commander Dawnwalker to you. Yes, enter. Uh, I will walk on in. You step in. As you walk into this room, you can see um, uh, that this room is clearly built kind of kind of around the stairwell. That there is... Uh, it, it looks like a room when you step in, but it's also kind of like a hallway um a very thin looking thing that curves around to one angle um immediately on your left there are a, a ton of bookshelves from from floor to ceiling um filled with all sorts of tomes um you can give me an investigation check if you want to see what they're about or if you don't care um if i can read them without having to go pry into his business sure yeah, yeah just as a, a glance I always assume that people do this because it's the same as when you act, just wander in and see someone's bookshelf and you're like, oh, you've got lots of Stephen King on there? That's what you're into. And then you carry on walking. Um, uh, an 11 on the investigation. Lots of books about the arcane, uh, like magic and uh, um, uh, alchemy and uh, things like that. 
the uh, these are magical tomes for the most part. Very neatly arranged as well, and they seem to be arranged in a way that the largest of the books uh, are at the bottom of the shelf, and the top seems to be much smaller um, things. Then uh, there's a small window with a, a little desk in front of it, and on the desk there is all sorts of little alchemical things. Um, uh, little vials and pots and little measuring um, bits and bobs. Um, most of the uh, pots on here are sitting uh, above what look like tiny little flames and they're bubbling and uh, two or three of them uh, giving off kind of strange scents. Very flowery um, when you walk in at first, kind of uh, um, a sweet flowery smell. Um, maybe taking a few steps around a curve, um, you can see now... Uh, uh, a quite tall looking elf um, who is um, standing with his head kind of buried into a book in one hand. Um, behind him there is a small um, sort of bed area with a few outfits that seem to be put on the wall including on one side a very very uh, a resplendent looking piece of armor the type of thing that you might see um, Elven royalty wearing more so than a, a member of the um, Guardian military. Um, each of them, however, definitely belongs to that of the uh, Guardian military. This is a um, high-ranking individual, for sure, but it's kind of surprising to find him in this back alley place. Um, the three at the post, uh, some just they didn't even care. They just let you straight in to see the commander didn't check anything with you no code words nothing kind of just very lax um doesn't appear to be any military strength in this town you didn't see any other soldiers or anything like that but once you see this guy i think you get the sense that he's kind of more like the real deal um he is pretty old looking um elves of course age oddly at times um he's pretty thin um and he's got very very long gray hair that's running down to kind of like where his butt would be um, and then these gray green eyes kind of um, look over the top of this book and then they sparkle as they as they see you. Um, his clothing is the kind of formal military wear, um, reds and blacks, um, but kind of casual looking. Um, and uh, he stands sort of barefoot um, on this kind of wooden floor. Um, when you walk in, his eyes look at you and then he's, he closes the book and says... Not who I was expecting. Right. Seems to be um uh interesting time for my arrival, that's for sure. Yes, I thought um, I heard Captain Slash. He's downstairs keeping an eye on my traveling companions. Ah, I see. Well, they shall probably be very drunk by the time you see them again, unfortunately. Mm, they've earned it. Yeah, very well. And uh, your name and rank, soldier? Willerton Ortis, 2nd Infantry. Retired in good standing, but passing through the area. Very well. And what can I do for you? I was hoping you might be able to point me in the right direction uh, and answer a question regarding a very, very old document uh, that we traced back to this town. I tried running by the Merchants Guild, but they said this might be, uh, might be more on your side of things. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out the Ancient Writ and say, I've got a document here that's so old it lists a marshal of the town. 
He told me you've lived here your entire life. And that's a considerable time. Do you recall a man by the name of Edmund Dorston, a marshal? Oh, there hasn't been a marshal in this town. Um, for as long as I have been alive. Try to think back whether... No, can't say even my father knew of a marshal, but then again, he's been dead for a while. Yeah, um, um, it's possible. Let me see it then. I'm actually going to just hand it to him. Like, with the other guy was being secretive, but I'm going to let him read the whole thing, including the destroy the child of darkness bit and all that. Yeah, I'm going to roll two dice for you. Uh, let's see here. So, he reads through it. Service indebted to Eldarin Tremaine for the price of ten gold pieces. Accompaniment and protection on the road and beyond. Very well. Completion upon the Child of Darkness. Uh, 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 and if the sword's hanging, Eldarin Greymane. Witness of the village of Jairus. Edmund Dawson. Well, this hasn't been a village for what? A millennia. Right. I knew it had been a while, but you're the first to actually be able to put some sort of a rough date on it. So you think that document's over a thousand years old? Well, I would say it's certainly, uh, old. This has a protection enchantment on it to make sure that it won't, uh, age or weather, although it looks quite weathered. I would say that, uh, well, your guess is as good as mine, whether it's legitimate or not, but... I can't say I recognize the names. He hands it back to you. Um, destruction of the Child of Darkness. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. I'm trying to determine the fate of these men and who sent them on this quest, but apparently this happened far, far longer ago than I anticipated. Hmm. Well, uh, let's see. I suppose if it's as old as it uh, appears to be, then... Uh, well, the village of Jairus was built up um, extremely long time ago, far older than uh, I am. But well, I suppose when it came into the king's employ, it used to be a tribal village. There are two tribes nearby. This was the third one. Eventually, the king deemed this place to have uh, sufficient defenses to create a settlement. As I understand. This document is truly from a, the village of Jairus. Then I would suggest that it is around that period of time, which I would say this is a thousand years ago was when this village was uh, brought under the wing of the king, and therefore this writ can't be much Older than that, at least. I didn't even know Jairus used to be one of the tribes here. Learn something new every day. Hmm. Yes. There was, uh... Some business with a wolf, according to legend. That's why they've plastered wolves over everything. I noted their fondness for canines on my way in. Well. Guess I'm kind of at a dead end, then. Why are you looking for, uh, anyone or anything to do with this? 
Because I might be related to one of them. Hmm. I'm doing a little digging into my own history. Hmm. And frankly, my hometown was burned down three weeks ago. So I don't have much else to do. Hmm. Grant's Refuge. That's the place. Hmm, interesting. I wonder, have you reported this to anyone? The, the destruction of the town? It seems to be quite well known everywhere I go. I'm not sure who I would need to report it to that wouldn't already know. Yes, well, they slaughtered everyone there. If you are, indeed, uh, from there, uh, I'm sure that uh, somebody would like to know. I am keenly aware. Hmm. Well, I can put in an official uh, report for you if you'd like. If there hasn't already been one made, then I suppose that needs to be done. You have any idea who did it? Yes, I do. Oh, there you go. That information would be extremely useful to me and the uh, and the king. Um, yeah, hand, hand me that quill there. I'll hand it to him. Yes. Yeah. Right. So it was. He's uh, a Williton. That's me. Ortus. Correct. Uh, you can't possibly be born and bred Grant's Refuge. No. No. Guardia City, directly. I didn't move to the Refuge until after I left the service. Alright. Well. And, uh, right, you give me some names and some leads, and uh, this information would be very useful to us. We've got some people to hunt down before they do it again. Mercenary group by the name Leon Vipiram. Yeah, yes, those fuckers. Sorry, find my language. They are 100% the ones who did it. Uh, were you there, or... This is hearsay. I got there too late. Uh, then, but um... after, talking to, after talking to witnesses along the road heading north, everybody was saying the same thing. Big group of lion and snake bandits heading north. I caught one of their stragglers... And I choked the information out of him till he confessed. It was them. And how is it that they've come by so many uh, men and such a strong force? They, uh... They're getting funded by some outside agent. I don't know, civilian of some sort. Guy named Arias. And I'm going to keenly watch to see if this guy reacts to that name at all. Uh, give me an insight check. It'll be an 11. An 18 on the insight. 100% recognizes it. You see his eyes flicker towards you, that green sparkle to them. Arias. Uh, any right. idea why the, this... Uh, the bandit that we caught, he said that they were working for him, but he didn't really explain to them why. I don't know. I guess he's a wizard or something. Magic's not my strong suit. Mm. But apparently they did it on his order. Hmm. Why? Do you know him? Well, uh, not personally, no. Arias is, a. Uh, doesn't make any sense, but it does uh, explain some of the other reports that we've had. Undead and uh, spirits and the like, bolstering forces. Why? I have absolutely no idea. They call him the Mad Tiefling of Fairness Timorosa. Who's there? Uh, How'd he get that? Mouthful of a name. Uh, 
He was conducting a, a moral trials, binding spirits to children or some such. He was removed from the wizard's lodge at Ifrit years ago. I only know him by reputation. Yeah. I see. Well, if you were to come across him, what would you do? Well, I should have to do my duty and remove his head, of course. I would be very curious as to the reasoning behind why he would join a group of bandits. He's certainly given them the strength that they didn't have before. They're a... They've always been a problem, but... Now they're a... almost their own military wing. Does this guy seem to be telling me the truth? Uh, give me another insight check. A 24 on the insight. He does. It seemed like at first he was sort of just treating you like any other soldier, but at the mention of Arias, he actually kind of softened um, and, and became more forthcoming. It generally seems like he's speaking with you as if uh, the sort of mutual respect of a soldier might be the reason, I think you would guess, as opposed to him just being a very open person. In that case... I'm going to give him a full report of basically everything that's happened. Minus, and I'm going to leave out us going into the mist part. And me being brought back from the dead part. I'm going to like leave out the supernatural stuff on, on those ends of it. So but, pretty much just call. The... Yeah, tell him that I tracked him all the way to call, that he was experimenting on a growl, that I tracked him all the way to Somp's Point, that I stabbed Massimo in the face and cut him in half, that we tried to apprehend Arias in Somp's Point, that he overpowered us and teleported out to a ship, uh, and now that we're and now we're heading out west, uh, and show him back to that parchment about Child of Darkness and say we know he's trying to research this, and we're trying to beat him to the punch. I'm gonna just tell him everything. Yeah, I think during this exchange. Um, Dawnwalker is very, um, uh, forthcoming with, like, his own information that, that he has been aware. The, um, small amount of soldiers in the north have been aware, but haven't really been able to do anything, as they haven't for years with any of the groups of bandits, um, along the way. But with this attack on Som's point, you now know that the Guardian military is interesting and beginning to mobilize. Um, that they're actually heading up here. And with the information on the ship, um, the, uh, the commander here says that, uh, well, I think probably he says, um, are you convinced he's on a ship with what forces he has? I'm convinced his forces are on the ship. However, he's demonstrated more than once that his magics allow him to move long distances very quickly. I suspect that he can move out to his ship and then back to shore at will. But I don't think he can move his men. How much did you tell him about, like, working with him to a degree? Uh, I, I framed it to the extent of we're trying to beat him to the punch at his own research rather than we're working for him. But yes, that he... I mean, I, I was... Did you explain I, that you were arranging to meet him again? No, I probably left that part out. Uh, if this guy is also actually giving me information back and forth, then I will include that, yes. 
he doesn't really have a lot to give you but it does seem like he is giving you some it it, it really feels like the only time that this whole even like grant's refuge definitely got some people interested but there was so little to go on that nothing really happened from it but after some's point now people are interested you know in in doing stuff um then yeah I'll, I'll i'll include that then i'll tell him mm. uh, ba- I'll, I'll frame it as basically he let us live on the grounds that we help him with his research but the reality is we just said yes because we had no choice which is all true uh we said yes uh, but the reality is we're just trying to do his research before he does so we can figure out what he's up to then I wonder if we can... At some point, at some point he will come calling wanting to know what we've discovered. And that brings me back to that document and I'll point to it again. Well, whatever this is about is very interesting. Perhaps he's trying to bring bring back somebody from long ago who has information. One of these folks could be a thousand years old. I can't say necromancy is my uh, expertise, but... He's obsessed with the Child of Darkness character mentioned in that document. That's probably why he had us investigating it. But from the sound of it, that paper's over a thousand years old and everyone on it's probably long gone. We have almost no record of anything over a thousand years old. It's almost old stories. (sighs) Well, this presents us with a conundrum, but I wonder if I can get message to Gofreda. They can send some ships out and corner them. They really have nowhere to go. That's the nice thing about the area there. They would be stuck. Uh, wonder if we can uh, arrange to catch them. And if he is able to leap off of the boat and teleport over such great distances, that's concerning. That would require a, a lot of energy, but... It would require someone with talents like yours to prevent it. Well, this goes far beyond my talents, I'm afraid. He's tapped into something strange. Uh, not much. Uh, with a sword If you myself, want word sent to uh, Gofreda, I do intend to head east when I'm done here. I can carry that missive out if needed. Hmm. Well, I have uh, fortunately got much quicker ways to get a message to Gofreda, but I appreciate the... uh... This isn't just about sending the note. If you're sending a ship out after those men, I want to be on it. Hmm. Yes, I was thinking... uh... And there's even more to it than that. One of the points of interest that he's obsessed with is out there in the sea to the east. At some point, I intend to sail out there and figure out exactly what it is. Hmm. If we get a contingent of men to also hunt down the Leon Viperum at the same time, it would be ideal to do both at once. Perhaps, but there's not very much further east. Unless you're thinking a sunken treasure or some old pirate's tale. It's there. Might just have to look a little bit further out from shore than we're used to. 
Well, I can tell you one thing. Among the uh, elite and among the wizards of the varying lodges, most notably those of Fairness Timorosa and Ifrit, that there is a uh, reward on Arias's head for a thousand gold pieces. Good to know. If you think he's going to come after you, then perhaps uh, set a trap. Take that head. You can bring it here to me if you'd like, and I'll ensure that you are paid. No reason to turn down good gold for a head I already intended to take. With a thousand gold pieces, you'll be able to settle down almost anywhere you like. You needn't get on a ship. That makes a lot of sense. You said yourself you're retired. Yeah. Then you are hunting these men out of vengeance. Yes, I am. That would be illegal. If there's an official price on his head that can be turned into the military, it doesn't sound like I'm breaking a law. Hmm. I mean hunting these others. I'm thinking that perhaps you leave the military strategy to the ships in Gafreda. If Arias comes for you, take his head. But other than that, it seems to me that you and your companions should step away from this. It's extremely dangerous, and you're... Well, you're involved in something that is, uh... Crazy. How many men do you have at your disposal? Here? Or at my disposal. Yes. Just to deal with problems in the north in particular. Well, including those of Merrin's Keep, I've got about 250 men. At the drop of a hat, we can head to the small castle at Kira. It's not really under my jurisdiction, but on a technicality, I suppose I outrank their commander. We could pull in another 250. But they're stationed for civil war, not for manhunts. Hence My the point right exactly. Entry. My point exactly. You have the entire north, central, and northeastern regions of a continent to look after, and only 500 men to do it. That's a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> Does it look very well looked after to you? No, not at all. I've been traveling it for the past week and a half. I've seen how bad it is out there. What I'm getting at here is this might be questionable might be dangerous but i'm doing okay so far i tracked them down i got their names i know where they're going let me keep doing it because you don't have the manpower to be chasing them all over the place but i have all the time in the world hmm. very well then uh let's say that uh for all intents and purposes, you are uh, sanctioned. I appreciate that, sir. Do you have any suggestions for this part, though? And I'm pointing to the Child of Darkness bit on the script. See, all this magic stuff goes a bit over my head. Hmm. That's the harder part. I don't know what that means or where it is. Certainly not something that I've ever heard of. Yeah. Could mean anything or anyone. They 
necromancers and these cultists, they often have these names and pseudonyms for people, creatures, things, uh, all sorts of with your, nightmares. With your leave, sir, my companions might be able to shed some more light on the topic. At least one of them. Two of them. Maybe all three, I don't know. Assuming they're not too horribly drunk by now. But if you wouldn't be opposed to them joining this conversation. Might have something to add. Yes. I, uh... I tell you what. I shall consult two or three of these books that I have. To see if I can find, uh... Any word on this child of darkness. And I shall meet you downstairs. There's a small area. You can make yourselves comfortable. If you need to make food, there is a stove. And I'm quite sure that Captain Slash will find you a drink should you need one. If you give me a half an hour to an hour, I shall see if I can pull anything from these books of necromancy. Sounds good then. I'll get them ready. Very well. And, uh, thank you for your service, Wilton. It's been my honor, and always has. Yeah. But welcome back. Good to be back, I guess. Downstairs. Um, Captain Slash has left you three with um, a bottle of clear liquid that um, absolutely stinks. It's It tastes quite nice, almost fruity, but it smells so bad. Um, who drank of it? Absolutely not. Not a chance. All right. Uh, those that drank of it, please give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> there is no chance I'm going into that mist with a hangover. Mm. Wow. You are not drunk, fire. Um... But this is some of the strongest um, liquor that you've ever had. It is pretty, uh, pretty strong. But again, it tastes very nice. It's extremely strange. Um, the it's uh, a clear liquid, quite thick, almost like a um, uh, a thick vodka. Um, at first, that's probably what you thought it was for coming from this bottle. The smell is awful. It smells like. Um, and then there is the taste. It's very sweet and very nice. Um, did you drink any Merlin? I think Merlin would have uh, pretended to drink. He would have maybe poured the drink and he's got his mouth open, um, kind of projecting that he's uh, just chugging it, but no, he, um, he didn't drink any. All right. So you guys are all perfectly okay. For a little while there, Captain Slash was uh, drinking and this and that and the other, but eventually this um, one of these privates came in and, and drew him away um, and left you guys here. It's, it's kind of just a small um, room. You can see that it's got several rooms coming off of it. Um, in this small room, there's a, uh, two sets of tables with four chairs each and a um, small little stove in one corner. There's also a hearth that is currently unlit. It's probably quite cold, so I don't know if you would have lit 
it yourself. You absolutely can have done if one of you might have done that. Um, but uh, it's a relatively cozy and small room at the bottom of this clock tower. At the back of this building, there's a much larger building coming off of it. But you've, you've got the privacy of this room for a little while. Um, after uh, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour or so, there are some footsteps coming down as Will returns to you from uh, his conversation. Oh, thank hey. God. <clears throat> How'd Everyone's it go? still alive. Uh, somehow... Well... Sorry, go on. Um, I was just remarking on the fact that somehow fire has drunk a lot of that strange liquid and is still standing, so... I think it's just sweet water. He said it was strong. Mm. I smell not water. it. Mm? It smells worse than the brains the other day. But you should taste it. That there's nothing appealing about that whatsoever. Why would no, you we'll want to put that anywhere near we'll your mouth? We can't get drunk. All but right. it tastes really good. Right? It's almost too sweet. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <clears throat> At any rate, I spoke to their commander here, and uh, kind of a mixed bag on the results. On the one hand, he's cooperative, wants to help us out. On the other hand, he doesn't seem to know a whole lot. So he's consulting his books at the moment and said he wants to come down and have a word with us afterwards. What exactly did you tell him? I thought we were going to be careful. I told him a lot. And how not do you every... know he's not connected to Arias and he's going to fill feedback every single thing you've said? He might. <laughs> right, great. You know, that is I'm... exactly what I was afraid for when I first came to Cole, you know. I thought I was like the, the, the dangerous one. Or Merlin. I thought I was. You trust I still him? could possibly be. I do. I do, mainly because I've heard this man's name back when I was... cadet, or I even finished training. He has a reputation. I know it's a, know it's a bit of thin reasoning, but the man's a soldier sworn to the defense of this kingdom, and he's been doing it since before I was born. If there's anyone here that I can trust, it's him. And yes, right. I understand it's a bit of a gamble, but we're not going to get through this without making allies somewhere at some point. Also, apparently there's a price on Arias's head, sanctioned by the government. For what? How do they know? Apparently, he's already got himself into a bit of trouble with some rather unscrupulous experimentation prior to all of this mess. That he was already a wanted man. That would explain why he was messing with us over near a free... Um, I heard the rumors. The child napping. Tiefling yes. kids. They I already know about this. I suspect he was doing things no, way before but, that, but... Right. What I'm saying is... John Walker brought that up. I didn't tell him. He already Are you knew. telling me they, they already knew this was happening and nobody tried to stop it ever? It sounds like they put a price on his head, but haven't been able to nail him down because 
he's a wizard teleporting long distances. I suspect the average group of soldiers would stand no chance of catching him. But if they all knew, if if, if all of these people in the and, and the people of his commune knew and nobody tried to stop him at any point, who is going to try and stop him? I am. His daughters. I am. I am. You can ask Don Walker the same question. Maybe he'll be able to answer. But, yeah, I, I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why no one's hunted this guy down before because I didn't know who he was until three weeks ago. I, it's not your fault. just hard to understand. I can relate. He's a powerful and terrifying wizard who would want to go up against that. We can't Seems entirely like... blame these people. The longer they leave it, the worse it gets. Well, that's why we're going to try and stop him. Well, at least they are now doing something about it, I suppose, and we're not alone here, right? We're not alone. They know. It sounds like destroying the refuge and the death of most of my friends was enough to get the government's attention. Orias has overstepped. By doing so the way they... the, com the way the commander here is talking they're going to mobilize men to go after them do they care the for Orias or is. the viperum right it sounds to me like they'd go after the viperum going after Orias is a trickier subject you said there's a bounty on his head i wonder if anybody else is looking to claim it i'd imagine a bounty that high? It's a thousand gold. A thousand gold? That's... Wow. Look, I'm no bounty hunter, but... You put a price that high on a man's head, that kind of sends a very loud and very clear message. That he's probably more dangerous than you really want to mess with in the first place. <laughs> in fact, that bounty probably started off smaller. And no one succeeded, so they increased it, and then they increased it again. So either we're complete idiots for running after him, or maybe we're not alone. But maybe both. Maybe both. Is he going to help us? Is he going to... Other than the information he's given? Guess we'll find out when he comes down here and we can ask him what his plan is. Last thing he said to me was that he was planning on mobilizing men in Gerfredo to get a ship and go out after them on the water. I'm not sure if contesting a wizard out in the water is the best idea. Who knows what kind of spells he might have that could just sink a ship. Right. And he could just leave the scene immediately, as we've seen. One thing's for sure. We need to make him come to us. I don't think there's any way that we can just chase him down or track him down. If he doesn't want to be found, he's not going to be found. And even if he is found, he could just move himself away with magic. 
So what do we do? We need to find a way... Well, we have a way to contact him, I suppose, and we have some information he might like. I suppose we could fluff it up a little bit and, and make it bigger than it is, and then we... We what? We'd, we'd, we'd try and trap him and kill him? Yes, exactly that. See, I had been hoping that we could go out to that tower in the sea first, and it's a, probably our, our best lead, or maybe even visit Dandelo, or... Or follow up on this scroll or anything really that would give us some sort of a lead to go on or anything something else but it's hard to know whether we must take care of Arias first or if he right. will come naturally once we've dealt with everything else the thing is i'm starting to feel like we're chasing ghosts we might not find the answers we're looking for it might be better to just make a plan of action and execute it rather than keep looking for more information and if we are going to make a plan of action and execute it, then it might be best to do it here whilst we're here. While we have another wizard and potentially soldiers to back us up. If we're going to make a big move, it's probably the place to do it. There's so many people here. Collateral damage. We'd have to... I, mean, I doubt he would come here in the first place. He wouldn't want to be seen, especially if he knows he's wanted. He would insist on meeting us outside town somewhere. Do you somewhere. think he knows? Do you think he cares? I'm I sure th he knows. I don't think Question he whether he cares. Why would he? To a certain extent, he has to care. He might be a powerful wizard, but he can't fight an entire country by himself. If the army or the militia went after him, he can only stop so many with spells before he takes an arrow to the eye. Which mm. would explain why he's had the Leon Vipiram stirring up trouble. Maybe he gets the military busy looking at them while he just quietly heads a different direction after he's exhausted their usefulness. I don't know. Or maybe he hasn't put much thought into it at all and he's just acting chaotically and we're trying to make sense out of a riddle. Uh, that does not sound like Arias. No, he seems like a very well-calculated wizard. However, I suppose we could question his sanity at this point. His actions have been... Well, erratic, I suppose. Um... Merlin. Oh no. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Somebody begins to cast a spell on you. Your skin wobbles and and bubbles. You, for a brief moment, kind of uh, feel this pressure building around you as if somebody is pushing you. Um, from all angles, like somebody's trying to squish you into a ball, and then you snap out of it with your own arcane uh, ability. There is a commotion upstairs, the sound of, of footsteps, um, and then you hear steps rushing down the, um, uh, the stairs here. Um, you see before the person, you see a, a kind of a long... Um, very thin-looking quarterstaff. At the very top end of it, you can see what looks like a, a green gem, maybe jade, um, around the corner. And 
you notice um will quite quickly the the wizard that you've just been speaking uh to from upstairs come rushing around the corner he stands um looking at, at first kind of a, a look of confusion over his face and he points the the staff at you merlin he shouts to the three of you get back quickly no 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 stand down what are you stand doing where i stand in front of merlin Same. i don't think you are aware this creature is being compelled. Compelled by what? Compelled? I'm presuming your enemy, Arias. Compelled to do what? You may not know this, but... I'm afraid... Your friend is dead. <gasps> wow! We certainly didn't <laughs> know I'm that. Gonna, I'm just immediately elbowing fire. Shut up! Not helping. We're aware that he's dead. And how does that mean he's being compelled? You are aware that he's... Then... Then how? He lowers his, his staff a little. He looks across each of you. One of you? Oh. He glances at you, Fix, looks you up and down. You can admit it, if you are practicing with necromancy. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I, this is not anything any of us have intended. <clears throat> I will be honest with you, Commander. There were some parts of my account that were so larger than life and far-fetched, I didn't suspect you'd even believe me. Including the a... part where he, including the part where he died. Yeah, no, I I died, and I told them the moment I I came back. Fascinating. God. He's been what? reanimated in some way, but Arias had nothing to do with it. He wasn't there. What did you tell when... him of the mists? Did you tell him anything? The mist. Oh. Did you use the uh -oh. mist to do this? I know it's possible, but... We did. We did not do that... anything. We were in the mists and it happened. <laughs> Tell me, does this creature retain its memories? Merlin? Creature! I have a name, and yes, I do. This Don't is retain a... all those memories. Unprecedented. And, uh... I presume your dietary requirements have changed. That I will confess that, yes, perhaps it is uh, different nowadays. Raw meat. Clean and freshly cut. Preferably brains. Brains, right. It's been a bit of a challenge. Well, uh, keeping up with Keeping up with finding him raw meat. We're, we're working with it. We're making it work. And we're just adapting to this new normal. You well, know? Uh, what do you know of this? How do you know what his dietary requirements are? I have been living on the border of the mist for over 300 years, I think. I know an undead when I sense can it be one. Can it be reversed? 
reverse, absolutely not, or at least not as far as I'm aware, but this is... I've never seen anything like this. Well, at least it's sense and not sense, because I thought maybe I was starting to smell bad. And you are able to retain some ability of uh, self-understanding. You could... You could stop my, my spell. Just, so that was you? What were you trying to do to me? I was trying to transform you into a worm. Ah, uh, A worm? Huh? Yes, I've found that transforming people into rats and squirrels, as most of my comrades do, to be uh, frustrating. You have to catch the rat or the squirrel and they're oh. fast, and I unfortunately am not. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to take a seat. I actually... Uh, yeah, I, I, I will take a seat too. I felt like my insides were... Uh, oh, that was a whole other experience. So you've right. utterly so and completely retained your personality. I'm, I'm going to nudge Don Walker. You three are like shoulder. doing stuff. He like he sits down. By the way, he looks like way more out of breath than he should be for the short run he did. But, and he sits down in front of Merlin with his staff across his lap, staring at Merlin. I'm staring at him too. I'm, I'm going to nudge Don Walker on the shoulder. I can't believe he tried to turn me into an earthworm. Yes. I no. would still love you if you were a worm. Well, I can turn you back. Thanks, Byron. For a short amount of time. So now that we have this misunderstanding behind us, yes, there was more to the story. That paper that I showed you, we retrieved from the mist itself. Arias made it clear that that was his next destination. We decided to go beat him to the punch, and we got that. While we were there, though, we had to fight our way out through some particularly nasty denizens of the mist, and Merlin here wasn't so lucky. But then he just got up. Which is impressive, but Arias was neither there nor aware of what was going on, so it couldn't be a him that compelled him or reanimated him in any way. It was some sort of force within the mist. You're missing the part where fire, um, actually, uh, well, right before I did come back, I don't think I would have been back if she... She was very upset, Merlin. Oh, she was very upset. Very upset. Very upset. There's just a, there's just like the most I give up expression on Will's face. Roll me a persuasion check, Will. <laughs> uh, a 24. He is looking at you, he's astonished. Um, I sense no lie, but what you're suggesting Listen, is uh, impossible. So. Listen, if I told myself this story, I wouldn't believe it either. But you know what else I wouldn't believe? What, what kind of furniture is in the room, Brad? Like basic stools and, and very simple uh, tables. There's a stove. Is there like a Some rickety mobs. chair or something in here? Sure. Or just a stool that one's using? I'm going to say... Yeah, I, I wouldn't believe it either. But you know what else I wouldn't believe? And, and just pull out my sword, and I'm going to smite the stool, like, full on, make a show of it, light up the sword, and, like, blow up the stool with magic. <laughs> smite it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't do that a month ago. Show no, off. I don't think I've ever seen anyone do something like that. Um, 
Look, my point is there's a whole lot. It's there's a whole lot at work here that none of us really understand. So just because it sounds like it's far fetched doesn't mean it isn't true. Yes, but I've also seen many people who have been uh, disillusioned by powerful mages before. Thoughts implanted in minds. Uh, but if what you are saying is true and you are able to enter the mist, it has uh, untold possibilities. As it weakened, you are all able to go in. Right. Not and, without consequence. Uh, and those consequences... Headache. It, it takes a toll on your mind. Yes. Drains at your senses, drains at your sanity. There are very few stories of the mist that I am privy to understand uh, stories in which people have come and gone and retained a fraction of themselves but well, what happens when they come out madness utter and complete insanity most die within weeks of course as you know almost <clears throat> nobody has ever returned venturing too far you, you say almost as if there's somebody who has other than us fables stories of heroes and creatures right that's all well and good we need to make a plan of action on what we're going to do next Did you have any luck digging anything up in your records upstairs? Right, yes, of course. Um, the brief uh, scan revealed nothing of a, a child of darkness, nor nothing similar in other languages. Uh, I could reference anything, frankly, at this point. Nothing overt. Are you sure you have no idea what this could be referencing? I give Will a look as if I'm asking, like, sh should I say something? Is it too late? I'll just nod back. What What do you know of demons, demonic entities? Hmm. Children's stories. Creatures that live among uh, the other creatures of the mist. And the name Shamsil? It's not somebody that I know. Are you suggesting that there are indeed demons? There might be. And we're talking what? Creatures with pitchforks? Don't be asinine. Hmm. Powerful creatures of unfathomable presence we uh, we encountered a a small demon inside the mist hmm. and well we saw what happened to Merlin as a result 
When I referred to particularly nasty denizens of the mist. Creature that killed our comrade here was a demon. And this is a name that you gave it? No. And the information the you come by. These names. You're suggesting these creatures in the mist are able to communicate, speak our language. They can, and they did. And they spoke with words. That's a bit of a harder one. Well, their it's voices an important kind of, one. Their voices kind of sound like they're in your head. Hmm. When I spoke with Shamsil, was it again that kind of understanding, or was it more of a conversation with words? Seemed like a conversation, but you were also a disembodied consciousness within a field of consciousness so it's very hard to determine it would feel like a conversation but perhaps that's just how your brain has to interpret it once you're right. back something happens out there in the mists there's a way you can communicate with it and sometimes it can speak back if you are looking for specific denizens of the mists Assuming that everything you are saying to me is factual and that you are not under the influence of someone or something or you may have wandered off the beaten path and into that little area between here and the deep mists. There are creatures in there. You can communicate with them and so can Arias. Yes. And the information he seeks is within the mist. Seems that way. I suspect that whatever he's looking at, or looking for, he would have it by now. Except that it's hidden in the mist somewhere. And I suppose that even he can't stay in there for extended periods of time. Hmm. Nor can we, for that matter. We had to leave quickly, else be driven mad, and we still paid a price for it. How is it that you are able to stay in the mists so long and arise? Truthfully, I don't know that I can even put that answer into words. Are the mists weakening? How would we no. even know? Well. I could, uh, I could run some experiments. I could send a group of willing men to the edge of the mist, see if they can withstand the effects, but I would not be willing to do it without the confirmation that the mists are weakening. If they no. are indeed weakening, this is extremely important, of course. I don't think the mists are any weaker than they've ever been. So then you are able to withstand it how? You four in particular? According to him, you've only just met. I don't know if it was coincidence. Hmm. So... 
Either I, someone is pulling not... your strings, or we're dealing with know. something as... Uh... <clears throat> I, I don't know that it's all four of us in particular. Uh, the, the answer to your question in particular, of how we stay in there so long without it getting into our heads, the same magic that allows me to do that allows me to shield our minds briefly whilst we're there. But I can't keep it up for too long. As far as we're concerned, it's just Will. Well, that is a... a theory, unfortunately. It is not... proof. Yeah, I'm not one to really... rule when it comes to coincidence. There is probably something else afoot. I don't want to intrude on your hospitality, but I'm losing track of the point of this conversation. I think we're in agreement. The Leon Viperum and Arias need to be stopped. That much we can agree on. Exactly what he's looking for or what he's after in the mist and all that. I would love to know, because I would love to understand exactly what's driving him. But regardless, they need to be stopped and we need to come up with a plan of action. Previously, our plan was to head east. And try to get to that tower in the sea before he does, because we know he's heading there, eventually. But there is also the opportunity, like you said, potentially we could draw him into an ambush, or something like that. If we're able to do that, do you think we should proceed, and would you be able to assist? If you are able to capture him alive, I will double the reward. But I understand that he is a particularly slippery fish. Why would you want him alive? Information. Whatever is happening here, if what you are saying is indeed true, it might be the most important information of... Who knows how long. And what would you do with the information? I should use it to figure out precisely what is happening here. Whatever he is up to cannot be good for us. Arias is a dangerous individual, unhinged. He has been attempting twisted experiments and trials for years. I can't imagine. I would presume for as long as he's been practicing magic, but we've been after him for it. At least 20, 25 years, from what I understand. Since he left his island. Your island. Uh, I, uh... I'm not sure in which way I would potentially be able to assist you. While I would like to, uh... Provide my, uh, services as a mage, I am, uh, unfortunately, uh... Oh, for want of a better word, I am dying. My heart has all but given up. Even that short run down the stairs was difficult for me. Though when push comes to shove, I can still fight. I could... What about a trap? Can you help us set a trap? Dispatch some men. Uh, What few I have... Since this is on the king's business, may be able to 
help you with the trap. Perhaps we could set something up. I should certainly be able to uh, help from afar in some way. We will need a mage. Do you, no know of, do you know of any kind of spell that could prevent him, another mage from teleporting away? You say he can teleport great distances, which is usually very difficult to do without teleportation circles, and it seems to me that he's not using them, which means he is drawing power from something different. We know that he is in possession of several uh, artifacts of strength, but whatever he is uh, drawing on, I would suggest you need to figure out what that is. Presumably a spellbook or an artifact. If you can destroy that, he will only be able to teleport a few hundred feet at most. We'd be able to chase him down on horses, but... Uh, I suppose if I got close enough, and I am strong enough, I would be able to counterspell it. Right. <clears throat> so attempting to ambush him you don't think would be wise until we figure out what the source of his power is and disable it? Hmm. Not unless you know an abjuration wizard. Somebody particularly strong at creating cells. Something to stop him as soon as he uh, appears. My uh, particular abilities are transmutation. I can transform things. Again, I... I am old and not in a good way. Right. You shall need a mage, though. Four of you would stand absolutely no chance going up against him without any spells able to stop him. Right. Where would we find a mage? Powerful enough? Yeah. I could, uh... I could put in requests to Guardia, Gafreda. If we're lucky, there might be a traveling mage, but it would be weeks. Do you think we have that long? Probably not. Then I'd say we are. We are all we have. Right. Commander. I think the longer we wait, the worse this is going to get. And I don't think we can afford to just let him go unchecked. Hmm. Unless you have a better suggestion, then I need to keep doing as I've been doing and keep chasing this guy. Dig up information and see what he's up to. Based on what you've told me here, I don't think now is a good time to try and ambush him. Not yet. Maybe if we could find a powerful mage and enlist their services or find some way to get rid of whatever he's using for his magic if we could find some way to even the playing field sure but right now we don't have that only advantage Do we really we can need re a mage i sorry to, to cut in but I, I mean i i i might not know all the spells but i who's to stop me from from finding them i just need to find these scrolls find find it in the books Maybe you could help Merlin. You could you could teach him something. Something you can't do. Um. 
I'm sorry, are we suggesting that uh, Merlin can cast spells? He can. Yes, I might be dead, but I'm still a wizard. You are a wizard? That I be. I did wonder what that staff on your back was for. Is he referring to uh, Arias' staff? Or the fucking his... world-famous staff of necrosis, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, the, oh, this. Uh, well, it's it's actually not really mine. I'm borrowing it. But though at this rate, because I've had it this long, it's pretty much mine now. Um, yeah, that uh, that's the staff of necrosis. Yes, I am uh, quite aware of what it is that was stolen. In the first place. This was stolen? Oh, yes. Hundreds of years ago. Bounty? Bounty for that item? Just. I would imagine if the wizard who had it stolen from them was still alive, they would be, but that would have been a while ago. Hmm. So, no harm done? I suppose not. Um, There are certain spells will allow you to locate particular items and objects, though. You should be careful. That is a very hot and quite famous item that you are carrying. It wouldn't be very difficult to locate, though I am glad that I know that you have it. Should I need to find you again? Well... I see this as... There are two options. We can try and draw Arias here and stand him with the small militia and the town watch, but... Frankly, I'm loath to do it. I am... concerned at his abilities, and also if he has... so many men at his disposal... and the ability to summon up so many undead, we could get overrun and the people of this village. Well, I don't want Sam's point happening here. I am also under uh, orders not to engage any combat directly myself. Though, I would potentially be willing should push come to shove. What I could suggest is that you are employed as mercenaries and we employ other mercenaries and we create a choke point or something draw Arias to us and fire as many arrows at him as we can so many that he can't escape and if you can indeed cast spells perhaps I can teach you one or two might help you one of them is a very useful spell known as Counterspell. It'll stop him from being able to cast any spells so long as you are strong enough. Uh. Hmm. Do you have any gold? A little. Um. A little. Are we talking three? 
gold pieces or 30 or depends what you're asking for i'm asking how much gold you have i heard that well why do you want to know because i'm thinking that perhaps if you have enough coin you could hire a mercenary group and a strong one none of the rogues and thieves a true group trained out of the iris tree I don't think we've got that much gold no how much do you have I actually have no idea how much we have that's why I have an answer <laughs> do we have the total do you have a ballpark yeah, yeah. I think I know Leah, Leah I was debating be... whether to tell the truth <laughs> <laughs> um a hundred That'll net you one of them for a day, perhaps. Oh, God. Uh, oh, right. Um. Hold on. Are you saying that? Don't think one hundred gold for a day for people from where I'm from. Yes, I can tell that you're not one of them, though. How? Well, for one, you're speaking. Mm-hmm. And for two, you're sat here in front of me, and I would, of course, have to arrest you. Three, you're not wearing the mask. Four, mm-hmm. uh, you're not... You know, you don't have to keep going, I get it. There's a group that operates out of uh, Kira, and as the silence... Perhaps we could raise enough money for you to hire two or three of them. They are better trained than any of our men. I would suggest they're potentially better in a fight than any of you, though from what you've been through, I would hesitate to uh, guess. All due respect, sir, I don't think cell swords are the answer here. They're not reliable in the long run, because when someone with a bigger bag of gold comes along you lose their loyalty hmm. or if the fighting turns too fierce find out that some people really do value their lives above money and they'll leave that and there's the small matter of the fact that we really can't afford to pay them for any extended period of time i don't think that's it but if you do have any extra magic tricks you could show merlin here how to do he's a very quick study that might help us on our way well uh... but as you said yourself if even if even if we were able to bait Arias to come over here, it could result in a fight that's going to destroy this town, injure its people, get you killed. I think the most productive thing you could do is to take a thorough record of everything that we've shared today and make sure it gets passed along to the proper authorities and make sure especially the towns out on the fringes and the coasts are protected because he's probably going to keep doing this. Mm. Whatever he is up to is no good. And, uh, can say that again. I hate to say it, but I think it's important that we find out what it is. Before you chop off his head, and if you can't take him alive, please at least gather as much information from him on this as you can. What his we plan to. goal is, if we can figure out a way for our people to 
maneuver the mist or dispel it, then I would uh, quite like to know it. Frankly, I'd say we're on the edge of extinction. What makes you think that? I've been around a very long time, and I'm privy to certain information from the king himself. We are in dire need of food, and we are in dire need of the end of this mist. This endless darkness, it's uh, choking us. Slowly. Very so if you've some if you've some sort of pertinent information on all this, I will take this moment to briefly remind you that we've probably gone deeper into the mist and returned alive than any other people out there right now. So while I understand the need for confidentiality, we just might be the best shot you've got, and I think you should tell me what's going on. Hmm. Unfortunately, I think you may know more than me. And Arias may know more than all of us. Right. But That's it comes down to numbers, simply. We're dying off as a species. Right. You, you just said you're privy to certain information. You made it sound like there's something you know here that I don't. We're dying all of us, more of us, younger, people aren't training, people are too hungry, people are bickering, we have no control, the armies, the men, dwindling. And right. if there was a way to rid ourselves of the mist, you would do whatever it takes? I think we have to do whatever it takes. Right. Um, one last question, and uh, then I must away. The possibility that Arias is uh, doing all of this to try and free us of the mist of the darkness and crown himself some sort of king at the end of it. What do you think? Or do you think he is mad? I think he'd sooner embrace the mist than banish it. But it's kind of hard to say. Well then. During our during our brief encounter with him, the scuffle in Somps pointed. The way he spoke, it, it almost sounded like he's taking orders or he's being puppeteered by something inside the mist. So, I don't think he would try to dispel the mist or get rid of it. If anything, I feel like he would become its servant. A frightening concept. Um. Well, in the end, it's unfortunate that we uh, can't really dig up any more clues here than we didn't already have, but now you know most of what has happened. Make sure it's recorded properly, and make sure people know what they're going to be up against if we fail. I shall be making a note of it, though. 
I shall hold on to it for now. Not everyone in the kingdom is of a savoury disposition. And I would like to remain uh, in control of the situation for a little while. Right. You should at very least, though, do as you said before. Send word to Gerfreda. Absolutely. I will have no repeat of Som's point. My uh, undead gnomish friend, please accept my apologies for my uh, untoward attack and words earlier on. No, that's quite all right. I'm trying to fight um, every urge in my body not to, uh, well, eat your brains right now, because I would imagine if I got a hold of your knowledge, oh, the amount of stuff I could do. Sorry, was I thinking out loud? Perhaps, uh... He gets, he gets like this when he's hungry. We'll feed him a rat. Or, uh, perhaps, you might stay here with me the night, and I can teach you a few tricks. I can send some men to fetch you a fresh, uh, Meat, I presume, of... Uh, Brain. Brains. We can arrange Preferably. for uh, a pig to be brought to you. That'll do, pig. That'll do. The three of you will, uh... Uh... will have lodgings, but... It's up to you whether you'd like to stay here, in the barracks, with the other soldiers, or uh, we can arrange for more comfortable... Lodgings at the, uh, the tavern. I will stay with Merlin. Yeah, we stay with Merlin. Well, uh... Just not here in the barracks, though, because that would look like a buffet to me. I, uh, was rather thinking that perhaps, uh, we would get to work. And what's wrong with us being there while you get to work? Uh, it's quite intense. It's a lot of reading. It's I have boring. patience. I assure you he will be quite safe with me. I will not. Damage your friend in any way. In fact, uh, if you don't mind, I would like to see if I can oh. figure out a way to make you more comfortable. I think maybe we could uh, figure some things oh, out. It's quite all right. I, I actually think they're more worried about me attacking you. I didn't want to say it, but... I can take care of myself. Merlin, don't if, eat his brain. If Merlin goes in there, Merlin, and comes out a worm... Even if he tries to eat my brain and I must turn him into a worm, it'll only be for one hour. Oh. Merlin, are you okay with being alone? Because I will wait with you. You know what? It's it's okay. You know, I, I would understand completely if I was to be an earthworm for an hour. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the elf turns and pulls um, uh, a thin but um, really well-made leather-bound book with um, metal bracings on the edge, little kind of brass bracings, and he holds it out to you, Fix, and says, This is my most treasured item. It is my own spellbook. Why are you giving it to me? Insurance. As long as that returns to me in perfect shape, so will your friend. Fine. Merlin's just lipping to fix. Don't give them. 
I am uh, not without my tricks without it, though, my brain-eating friend. This, this has been the longest and most awkward farewell. Yes, go ahead and teach him something for the night. Fix, I need to talk to you for a second because I have a concern and I think we might be able to use it to our advantage. Fire, if you want to stick around here just in case Merlin gets hungry, that might not be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Fine. Hmm. Uh, fire, elf, please uh, make yourself comfortable and Merlin, come with me. I'd like to show you a few things first. Oh, do you, uh, of course. Do you read Sanskrit? any chance does Merlin read Sanskrit yeah I do ah very good then uh, this process will be a little easier on us both and uh, he leads you up the uh, the staircase fire I presume kicks back legs on the um, mm-hmm. legs on the table and will and fix you're heading outside no just a few feet away to okay. point something out he said that that staff could be used to locate yes. Merlin. You yes. heard that too, right? Yes. We should dispose of it immediately. Yes. I was thinking the same thing, but I'm also thinking... Unless we use it to our advantage. Right. What if we put it in a locked room somewhere? somewhere you would never suspect we're to... staying stationary for that long. Surely not. No, what I mean is if he were to suddenly show up tonight, which granted somewhat... Uh, unlikely, but Merlin told us what? Earlier today? He had a conversation, he asked where we were? Right. What if he decides to come check up on us tonight? Right, well, I would assume he would not go straight to the staff, he would go to the outside of the building, surely, and still find us here. If we right. were to get rid of it, I would suggest perhaps giving it to Guinness or something and, and letting him ride off with it. But I am concerned that no matter what, this man will turn the tide if he catches wind, that the mists could be erased. If Arias gets to talk with him, he might convince him. I cannot trust him. And I don't like sure. Merlin being alone with him. For Merlin's sake or for his sake? Merlin's sake. Even with this. Kind of like flip the spell book around. Yeah, they did seem kind of oddly insistent that Fire not wait in the room with them. <sighs> right. Uh, that have. was all. I just wanted to get you a take on it. I think we could potentially use the staff to our advantage, but if we're not going to, then we should dispose of it sooner rather than later. And there is the possibility. Arias has been listening to our every word. I don't know if that's possible, but I... I mean, it might be, but at that point we... I, I don't intend to spend the next few days scared of my own shadow. Nor do I. It's just something to consider. Right. Should we go back in and warn them about the staff? Tell Fire and Marlon, yeah. Go back in. Will, as you turn around, a raindrop hits your face. And 
there is a an odd sensation as um this raindrop hits your face what do you do uh if it's just water i guess i would look up to see if there's rain clouds the sky opens up there is no roof above you there is no clock tower there is no building around you there is no merlin no um uh fix no fire nothing there is just uh a kind of an overgrown forest in the area where you stand um the rain suddenly starts coming down you are drenched for a moment and somebody grabs at your um at your your jacket and you have this horrible sense of deja vu suddenly as you relive that um that dream you had where you heard this Eldrin, i'm not asking you i'm telling you we can't go back in there then who else nathan the key to everything it lies further within i saw something i think you saw it too we have to try again look at you you'll die maybe but if we just push on that tower we saw it must hold answers why why is there a tower in there nathan i don't know exactly nobody does and look we made it out somehow i was able to reduce the effects of the mist and with your sword we can keep those those creatures at bay we have to get to the tower, Nathan. We can do it. Together. Why the fuck did I ever accept your coin? Look, if we're gonna do this, we enter between Jairus and Kull. We go north, keeping the forest to our east. That way, if we get lost, we can just push through to the river and follow it south. I am not getting lost in there again. I don't you think I can take it. This is feel. I know it. This happening around you. End this. As if all of this. As if it happened uh right there on the spot that you are standing. And as you turn around to follow Fix and see the uh the forest completely um uh missing from where you were, um the building returns. Um you get the sense that this conversation happened on the very spot where you are standing right now and that is where we end today's session <sighs> little over time i hope you weren't busy today um thanks so much for tuning in people um and thank you so much for playing players a wonderful session of um wandering around Jairus hoping that you're finding information maybe you did maybe you didn't you at least found an old wizard which is very useful always um uh, at least in an allied way I mean you found an mm -hmm. old wizard in the mm -hmm. first episode and it was the worst thing ever so there's always yeah. that if, too if he's an ally he's yeah, a you know, you know, in an allied way for now <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that <laughs> um, no thank you and uh yeah i think uh you also get that that sense um from uh yourself will 
of uh, weird kind of time travel there. We're going to do a quick round of shout outs um, before uh, departing um, so that people can go and find out where you find players are during the week, what you're up to, what you're doing. I think literally all of them are on Red Dead. <laughs> I even I feel like I overheard you on the break convincing Jesse to join as well. So why don't, before we jump into all the Red Deaders, let's start with you, uh, Fairlight. Where can people find you and things and stuff? Hi, you can find me on twi at twitch.tv slash Fairlight underscore Excalibur. I'm live pretty much every day in the US evening times, currently playing Hades, Wildermyth, and XCOM 2, and whatever the heck else I feel like on any given day, which will probably be red dead here soon enough but not yet i'm still wrapping up all the other stuff and new world's coming out i'll probably be lost there for a while too all right there you go what about you disby hi i'm disbyrx i played merlin for you today oh my god today was such a great episode um uh yeah you can find me here twitch and twitter disbyrx i play video games thanks for tuning in everybody uh next week you will have a brand new transmutation spell you're welcome uh oh. in your spell book oh my um, god and uh well assuming some time has passed so i presume at some point next week you'll end up with a uh transmutation spell fuck yeah um what about you uh brian what are you up to Anything? What's going on? Where you at? I'm playing Red Dead Redemption RP. That's all I'm doing. I love it so much. I'm addicted. I'm fully into it. And uh, I'm definitely not going to be doing that like as soon as we close the call. I'm not, definitely not. <laughs> definitely right. not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, do I even need to ask Leah? Are you <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to be going live straight after this with some Red Dead. Hey. Yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> catch me at 6am. <laughs> Bags under my eyes. <laughs> um, tomorrow night, I'll be online to do After Dusk. We'll be talking about there's so many things, so many interesting little tidbits of information. So we'll talk about that tomorrow night on my channel if you want to come on by. 10pm British time. Um, yeah, we just like to you give us your questions and we maybe give you some answers and then talk a lot and you go, Jesus Christ, this is a lot of talking. I don't know if I can be bothered. And then that's that. <laughs> that's and the then point, I'm Miss like number one fan. Well, yeah, I know, but still, you know. Um, anyway, yeah, it's been fun. I've been fixed. Yeah, if you do have questions um, or if you have anything that comes up in these episodes that you want to discuss with uh, anyone, uh, you can anyone. do that. You can do that tomorrow <laughs> uh, um, on Leah's channel. But you can also do it in the Discord. Um, then Leah can also mine the Discord for questions as well. If you have any questions yes. for like um, after dusk, then you could always just post them in there. And then I'm sure Leah can pick them up and look at them as well. Because not everyone can be there live to see that. So if you did have any burning questions and things, there's always theory crafting going on in the Table Story Discord in the Mistlight um sub channel and um other than that i think you just have brad, to wait where until do you next stream? week yeah where do you stream brad, brad? make sure I, you check out brad our awesome dm i've been playing Everyone? ghosts of tsushima uh this week um but i've also just i got that covid jab last week and i have been a mess and it's like been so difficult to stream that <laughs> game because i'm like not the best gamer ever right but i'm also like 
wandering into these fights with this wobbly mm -hmm. sword like i only kill them but i can't <laughs> i don't have the reaction time and i'm tired and things uh but that's what i've been playing that being said though my my isp uh is going down tomorrow for maintenance and I, like it hit five past midnight here and i i realized i'm so glad they didn't turn it off at midnight Do you remember that week that that oh, happened before yeah. i was like oh wow like i i realized that was how i realized we even went over time i super was like just interested in uh what yeah. you guys were doing but um yeah so i'm not actually streaming tomorrow so it doesn't matter go and watch one of these people leah if you're streaming now we're gonna raid into leah right now as long oh, as oh god you... i'm not i need to go do things first <laughs> she's gonna practice her southern accent no, in the mirror don't. for an hour i do darling i gotta go uh, so warm up <laughs> she did it just then all right well then that's the end of the stream thank you so much for tuning in everybody uh make sure you check out all of the other wonderful shows on table story and all of these wonderful people and we'll see you next week for another episode peace out boys bye bye guys